Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 13 of Cocktails and Scenes. I am Will. Hey, guys. I'm Wayne. And surprise, it's not just Will and Wayne today. What? We, for the first time in Cocktails and Scenes history, have a guest third host with us. Whoa. It is our friend and co-worker, Adam Walker. Adam, hello. What's going on, guys? Happy to be <laughs> how, the first guest. How big this is this awesome. honor for you to be the first yeah. guest in CNS history? Well, not only am I the first guest, it's 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 a very uh, special topic. Yeah. So very special. Stuff. I know it's yep. very near and dear to your heart. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking Star Wars today. Yeah. If yeah, if I mean if you could read through oh, the yeah. lines of the last couple of comments that we put out and you know, May the fourth. Yeah, that was just so funny and clever of us. <laughs> May the fourth, guys. No one's thought of that be before. So secret. <laughs> no one ever in the history of everything has ever thought of that. Uh, yeah, so it's a big one. We got a lot to talk about, but first, let's get into cocktails, and we will kick it over. Guess first. Oh, yeah. Adam, what are you drinking today? Oh, man. No pressure. I'm <laughs> drinking a Kylo Rye, oh. which is... Some delicious tin cup rye whiskey, club soda, and lime. So definitely makes me feel connected to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> pretty strong, pretty pretty in your face. Packs a heavy punch, but absolutely, oh man, hits the spot. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Wayne, what about you? What do you got? Um, well, I, since there are three trilogies, I did make three drinks. Um, so the first one uh, is. The blue lightsaber, which is kind of like mildly blue. I wish it was a little bit more blue, but like a side yeah, line. it's yeah. it's a yeah. lighter blue, it's good. like a beige, something you'd find in a child's bedroom, um, or a bathroom, maybe a beach bathroom. <laughs> anyway, so it's got uh, clear rum, silver tequila, blue curacao, Sprite, and a little bit of love sprinkled on the top of it. Mm, very nice. A little bit of the force. Very My nice. second drink is called the Qui Gon Gin and Tonic. Oh, <laughs> that is just perfect. That's a missed opportunity by <laughs> us. I mean, that's a gimme. Wow. And for number three, I'm going to take a shot before I do anything. So I'm going to take my shot first if you get that. Oh, I get that. who yep. shot somebody who famously did that? Who shot first? <laughs> it was Greedo. Very good. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You can tell Adam's very passionate about Star Wars. <laughs> Depends which version you watch. Exactly. I'm. I'm still like full like disclosure. I'm still on the side of Han shot first, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's in yeah, the original. Sure. Yeah, of course. Stone Cold That's Killer. Stone Cold totally Killer. is. Like Will. Yeah. Will, what do you Stone Cold. What do you stone cold killing today in the drink realm? Well, I am stone yes. cold killing. It's it's a celebration that Adam is here with us today. So uh, we're gonna celebrate like the Ewoks do with the Yub Nub. <laughs> Uh, this is oh, a drink man. that's also served at Galaxy's Edge, uh, nice. it, the Star Wars park, I guess. I, so it's, there's a couple of different variations of it, I guess, but they serve it here. So it's got pineapple rum and spiced rum, um, both, and then some orange pineapple juice, some mango juice, and some passion fruit simple syrup in it. Um, and my God, it is a delight. It sounds it is really good. Yeah, it is very, very tasty. So... 
shaken by your personal Ewok Ooh. bartender. Exactly, yeah. Wick, Wicket just did this one up for me over yeah. there. It really good. It. <laughs> What's it called? Um, uh, Nub Nub? Yub Nub. Yub Nub. Yub Nub. That's the Ewok. It's the name of the song right. at the end yeah, yeah, yeah. of uh, Turn of the Jedi. They're all yes. singing. Yep. Yeah, beautiful. Yep. When they're doing the drums on everybody's hands, <laughs> too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Great scene. Those crazy Ewoks. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and they're also stone they cold. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they're like, but they might as well have been skulls in those helmets. We don't know, you know. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> fittingly enough, with like me watching the movies this week, like the last scene I watched Return of the Jedi last, and so I ended with watching the Yub Nub, and uh, <laughs> it's my cocktail for this week, the Yub Nub. Love it. I love it. Nice. Yeah. So. um we are talking Star Wars, so we wanted a Star Wars expert, a Star Wars lover. So we asked Ex- our friend Adam here, who Esfisiada, no, no. <laughs> that that's yeah. the word. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, <laughs> I think you can use addict. Addict is, addict fine is good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that one. Yeah, yeah. What you guys yeah. don't see is a T-shirt. Some, uh, some we got some Funko Pops in the back. Yeah. I mean, he's the real deal. Real deal. So we, my dog's name is Kylo. He's downstairs. Dog's name is Kylo. Got it, got it yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, we got ourselves a ringer. So Adam, tell us just a little bit about your history of Star Wars, your love of Star Wars, how it came to be, everything. Oh man, I think uh, I think the first like memory I have was the like special edition box set that we had in my house growing up was the original trilogy with like the yeah. gold outside packaging with Vader's yep. face on yep. it and everything. And I just like pulled them out. My dad had them. And I was like enamored with the covers. I was like, what is this like glowy thing that somebody's <laughs> holding? It looks so cool. And then you go to the next one and it's like, who's this big, scary, like, like evil looking yeah. guy. And, and then, you know, then you see, I see him again in return of the Jedi. It's yeah. like, I just was enamored with them. And then finally sat down with, with my dad and watched them. And then this is probably like, if I had to guess, like second grade, third grade or something. And then um, not long after that, Attack of the Clones came out. So I saw that in in theaters with some childhood friends. And then, you know, we were all in the streets playing with wiffle ball bats with lightsabers. <laughs> Classic. And just going, like going all over the place, coming home with bruises and stuff. <laughs> like you got smacked in the head or something with a, a wiffle ball bat. Um, then we saw it, uh, Revenge of the Sith. That's kind of when it all really like blew up for me yeah. was going to see that opening weekend, asking for the Lego sets oh, for Christmas, yeah. like all of this stuff, getting the millennium Falcon for Christmas in fifth grade. And like this thousand piece set building it in like two days or something. And just like full, full blown. And then um, I'm still always into it in the in-between years with, with video games and stuff before Disney bought it. And then uh, force awakens came out college. And then it's just been like, a flood of you know love all over again and just like kind of falling in love and going to see every premiere and being there opening night for all these recent releases and yeah. staying up with show releases and everything so it's kind of kind of the backstory yeah yeah, that, yeah that's awesome and if you did nothing else there you aged wayne and i up for sure oh right? totally <laughs> aged me up, i'm like oh shit yeah, I'm the six, man. <laughs> I'm going to be the old guy that the oh, that's trilogy. Right. That, yeah. That'll be me. Yeah. <laughs> I think Wayne was getting his driver's license when like Phantom Menace came yeah. out. So. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no, but it's uh, not how about on, you, Wayne? <laughs> how about you, Wayne? What's your history with Star Wars? Uh, 
I seem to remember the first Star Wars movie I watched. I went to the movie theater and my mom let me pick out two movies. And I think I picked out Willow and Star Wars A New Hope. Um, and she was like, fine, like whatever. And so we came home and I watched Willow and was absolutely terrified for some reason of Willow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then we put in Star Wars and it was like love at first sight. Like, yeah, it was everything. I don't know. It was everything I ever wanted a movie to be at that point in time in my life. So it was I can't even remember how old I was. I was I might have been five or six. I just remember from that point on, it was just like Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. Um, yep. One of the like memories that probably stayed with me the longest from that movie was the uh, trash compactor scene. Um, mm-hmm. the uh, yeah. Great scene. I was absolutely terrified of going to the bathroom because I thought one of those snakes was going to come out of the... <laughs> One thing's for sure, we're all going to be locked in. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, that scene, Luke, like, or Mark Hamill, like, held his breath for so long that, like, he popped a blood vessel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, poor guy. <laughs> yeah. um, but then, yeah, I mean, like, that sowed the seeds, of course, for my Star Wardom. Yeah. And then, like, just kept continuing to watch movies. And then, of course, you know, episode one came out and I was. Yeah, probably around like 15 or 16 when it came out. And sure enough, man, it was all Star Wars. And I remember at that time, it just like picked up steam totally. The merchandising, like you could buy lightsabers everywhere where beforehand you couldn't you couldn't buy any of that yeah. stuff. That wasn't anywhere really. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was uh, that was it, man. And the rest is history. Um, yeah. So, Will, what about you? What's your what's your history with Star Wars? Yeah, I was a <clears throat> I was a bigger Star Wars fan then than I am now. I still am a fan and a big fan. It's weird with Star Wars fans because I feel like you need to be like die hard or you know nothing yeah. about it. And I'm, <laughs> I'm somewhere in the middle there. I still I go see all the movies the first day they come out. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm into the lore. Um, I was super into it when I was younger. Action figures that oh yeah, my mom yelled at me for taking it out of the package because they're worth so much money. Um, you know, big toy Millennium Falcon saw all the movies and this is probably even before Phantom Menace came out that I was really at my peak with Star Wars fandom, you know, getting video games and toys and comic books and, mm-hmm. you know, fictional books, all these things. And uh, just was a huge fan of the lore. Like, you know, we'll talk about it more on just how this changed not only science fiction, but movies. Oh, in absolutely. Was, it was groundbreaking and, in a lot of ways for movies. Yeah, a yeah. lot of ways. And uh yeah, it was it was big for me. Um, you know, I think some even at a young age, some, you know, and we'll get into it, some disinterest in the prequels kind of faded me out for a little bit. But, um, you know, I, I I still love it and yeah. I still I don't want to downplay. It. I love it, but I'm just not the, you know, diehard Star Wars fan that I once was. But I think everyone had a period, you know, most at least boys growing up like had this period of like Star Wars. Oh, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's all they wanted to talk about. It's all they wanted to play with video games and read and things like that. So um, like you guys, you know, huge growing up. Oh, yeah. Part of my childhood and looking forward to talking about it. Same. Yeah. So with that. Oh, yeah. So with that said, we are going to do our top five Star Wars movies. So um we essentially are choosing from 11 here. We're lo- we're leaving out the animated movies. Mm-hmm. We're going with 
the three trilogies, so that's nine, Rogue One and Solo are yep. all eligible for this list. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going with our top five, and we are going to go with our guest first, Adam Walker. Adam Skywalker, so, you're number five. Ooh. Speaking of um, spinoff movies, my, my first one, number five, is Rogue ooh. One. All right. Okay. Had to crack the top five. This is a fantastic, fantastic movie. I thought... Gareth Edwards did such an amazing job with this movie. I thought the score was fantastic. With uh, Michael Giacchino's score was like new and fresh, and but it was also really, really familiar at the same time. I thought it was such a good, you know, breath of fresh air. Kind of um, not that there's anything wrong with what John Williams does. It's it's so hard to compare yeah. the two, yeah. but it was just it's for a spinoff movie. You really have to have some sort of fresh aspect, but also kind of totally honor, agree. It, yeah. Know, it just, it leads right up to episode four. It has to, yep. it has to be, you know, has to feel familiar yeah. and everything. Um, first thing I'll say, first highlight, the end of this movie belongs in a goddamn <laughs> museum. The end of Adam, this movie is spectacular. You are speaking <laughs> my language. I have so much about the end it of is, this movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. It is pure, pure cinematic yes. gold. The space 100%. battle, the land battle, the hallway scene, just, oh, yeah. It never gets last old, 30 ever. minutes yeah. of this movie I, was just absolutely I, enthralling. And you know why? You know what the so most impressive good. part to me is? Is that if you're a fan of Star Wars lore, you know what's going to happen. Mm. And it's still yep. fucking incredible. Incredible. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. Like, this is, to me, the best looking Star Wars movie. Mm. The, the like, most oh, yeah. appeasing yeah, to watch. It's, like, the, it, mm-hmm. it's beautiful. The cinematography and. The fact that they can do that, like, again, if you're a fan of Star Wars lore and they lead you in, like, you know, some of the characters that the cameo, like, you know, they have Jimmy Smith as Bail Organa. They have right. Vader show up even at some point and you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's still like shocking. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they, they do such a great job of making you care as much, like almost as much about those characters you're familiar with as with these new ones, even though you, you know, yeah. like, hey, none of these people are in episode four. Right. So they're probably all going right. to die. Yeah. But you feel connections when K2 dies, when Chiru mm-hmm. dies, when when uh, Jin and uh, Cassian yeah. die. Like you feel these connections and like you just it, it does such a good job of building them up in such a short time and making you invest in their story and their development. But also like, you know, you kind of the writings on the exactly. wall. And that was, I remember a huge thing when this movie was coming out. It's like, where are all these people going to go? Are they actually going to kill them all off <laughs> yeah. on screen? And they yeah. did. Yeah. And it was like. It just adds to the weight of the the rebellion. It adds to the weight of you know how desperate and dire the the rebellion was to get these plans. And yeah, it's just oh my god, it's so great. And like you mentioned too, the the look of the movie, it just has such a gritty tone, mm. and it just felt so rooted in that like rebellion story. And it was just yeah, oh my god, it was cool. Um, yeah, a couple other callouts I had were just the acting performances. I mean, you get Mads Mikkelsen in Star Wars. It's just, oh, it's spectacular. He's a good guy for once. Uh, yeah. So. And he's Mads so Mikkelsen's good. a good guy for once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he's so compelling, yeah. and his his relationship with Jin is fantastic, fantastic in yeah. the way that, like, she's like, that that scene with the hologram, it's just oh, it tears every time. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, obviously, Ben Mendelsohn, Riz Ahmed, like, they're just yeah. fantastic. Alan Tudyk, Stole the show as K two. K two is awesome. Like, yeah, God tier Star Wars. Yeah. All of his quotes, like, I find that answer vague and unconvincing. Yeah. Which <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot of explosions for two people blending. <laughs> and then uh, the, the the one that gets me the most is uh, at the end. They're kind of like um, talking about um, 
Jin's plan yeah. and everything. And uh, K2 goes, Jin, I'll always be there for you. And then he hesitates. Cassian said, <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah. you mentioned yeah. you mentioned Alan Tudyk as the droid. I mean, this is a star-studded cast in this movie. Felicity Jones, Diego Luna, Ben Middleson, Donnie Yen, Mads Mikkelsen, Alan Tudyk, Riz Ahmed. Um, yeah. As well as, you know, you, you mentioned, like, the acting and the roles in this movie. I mean, I have specifically Diego Luna and Riz Ahmed. Ahmed. Amen. Amen? Ahmed. 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 Yeah. Why did Amen. I put it in there? Anyway. Yeah, he was just he was just nominated for the Oscar. He was in Sound of exactly. Metal. Exactly. He was in Sound of Metal. Yep. Um great performances by these two. I actually love yeah. the character of Cassian um yeah. by D- Diego Luna. Like I've been a yep. big fan of Diego Luna since E2 Mama Tambien. Um so he is like top in my book. And to see him in a yeah. Star Wars movie was just like what? Yeah, well, <laughs> clearly Lucasfilm and Disney thought the same because he's got his own Disney Plus show coming out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's gonna yeah. be great too. That's gonna be like that tone that we talked exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah, it's so just gonna good. be more of yeah. that. Awesome yeah, stuff. I love when they do that. Like Marvel did kind of something similar just now. Like they captured the tone of like Winter Soldier, the movie, mm-hmm. with like oh, this totally. this show. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like they're gonna do that yep. with Rogue One. They're gonna capture the kind of tone and tell different stories that, that they didn't get to tell with mm-hmm. the movie and. Uh, I'm super looking forward to it. I I agree with everything you said about the cast. Um, you know, Diego Luna is certainly a standout. Uh, you know, Riz Ahmed is awesome and everything. We talked about him a little bit last week mm-hmm. uh, when we talked about you know him and Nightcrawler and some right, other stuff. Right. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, this movie is is different in the fact that it's like it's a caper. It's a spy thriller almost at times. And I think it's the most grounded of the Star Wars movies. Absolutely. Like it's Star Wars. Absolutely. There's a Star lot of Wars, so obviously why too. Yeah, yeah, it's Star Wars, so it's it's you know none of it's really grounded, but it's as grounded as you can get with the Star Wars movie. Absolutely, and, totally. and you do that in multiple ways, right? Like yeah. grounding to me, I watch when the uh, when the Rebel soldiers were coming off of the um, transport on Scarif, and they looked like they were Vietnam soldiers. Like some of them had their like oh, yeah. helmet straps like hanging down. They had like pictures and stuff painted on the side of their helmets. And like they had the bandoliers and everything, man. They were just like these guys look like straight out of Vietnam. Just yeah, yeah. They captured that like dire exactly. stakes right. aspect of everything to it. Oh, it just felt so so real. It felt yeah, like a like Vietnam. Like it a was war a war movie, movie. It was just so, right? Yeah, grounded. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I want to close out by saying I want to send out an APB on Gareth Edwards because he hasn't directed a movie since. I know, right? Yeah, he did. What? He did like the only movie he really did before too was Godzilla. Yeah, and uh, he hasn't done anything since. And I couldn't really find. I was trying to find out. Like I was googling like Gareth Edwards retired. I couldn't yeah, find is anything. Yeah, like coming up. Like what's TBD right now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nothing. Oh. He's got nothing. So that that was kind of uh, get this man another get Star this Wars man movie. Another <laughs> movie. Damn it. Yes. Or at least like a Mandalorian. Yeah, give him an episode of something. Give him an episode of Andor. You know. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, do something, yeah. but yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a good start. Um, we're kicking it over to Wayne now with his number five. Wayne, what do you have? All right, so my number five, I'm sure, is somewhere on someone's list at some point in time. Um, but I did want to mention this one. Episode one, The Phantom Menace, 1999. Making out, 
back of the theater. <laughs> Kawhi Gon Jin. <laughs> Six. <laughs> 16 years post Return of the Jedi, George Lucas came back, written and directed this movie, um, starring this as a top build cast: uh, Liam Neeson, Ewan McGregor, Natalie Portman, Jake Lloyd. Um, it grossed 6.8 million in its opening weekend. It is the second ever highest at that time of grossing. Um, so it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Long time coming. Um, George Lucas actually thought of like bringing the prequels back early on. He had a whole outline of his characters and everything back when he first originally wrote the script for Star Wars um, to kind of keep everybody in line, figure out character uh, backgrounds and everything. So he had something to pull from, but he had to basically make this all himself and he did and he started in 1993 so this came out in 99 so six years after he declared i'm gonna make the prequels he works eight hours a day five days a week which is 40 hours it's like okay like you worked a normal job play the rest of us yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) and you you made star wars okay awesome yeah not really a feat um but uh, yeah, so it was a long time coming and it hit the ground running and uh, basically in a lot of cases revamped Star Wars. Um, I was at that time, you know, 1999, I was 15. So I had my I had my learner's permit. Well, I didn't have my driver's there license yet. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So um, had my learner's permit. But this was something like as a kid growing up and liking like a new hope and empire strikes back and return of the Jedi, this was a huge deal because we didn't have anything. And I was like gathering up all the toys I could. Cause there was still merchandising around for, uh, some of the original OG star Wars, uh, trilogy, but not really a whole lot. And then all of a sudden it exploded. Yep. Um, so one thing I did find that I didn't know at the time when I watched it, uh, the Phantom Menace is actually referring to Palpatine um, hiding his true identity as an evil Sith Lord. Like I didn't, uh, for some reason it didn't connect when I was younger. Um, <laughs> but basically it's the origin story of Darth Vader, AKA Anakin Skywalker. Uh, what up, Annie? Um, <laughs> My dog just heard you from downstairs. She's flipping out. <laughs> wrong Annie (laughs) wrong Annie wrong Annie Um, one really funny part I did like in the research I did all of this uh, Ewan McGregor recalled that his performance in the film consisted of walking into rooms and looking up (laughs) well did you hear Ewan McGregor talk about the prequels this week what did he say well he said it was very difficult to film Mm. Um, he said he said that uh, it was you know, the reactions were tough to hear, but he kind of understood it because there was so much CGI in filming yeah. that he had a tough time with it at times. And and you could yeah. totally see that because CGI filming that way was still in like its early Very stages. Very adolescent so stages of the CGI. Yeah, so it's not screen. like it is today yeah. with these massive green screen sets, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he felt differently than he would be making that movie now. And that's where I think these movies kind of suffer is that they're in this technology phase but the technology is maybe not really fully right. ready for the big screen yet right. 
And, you know, I, I think they suffer, particularly this one for me, that some of the CGI is tough. I, I feel like of all the three prequels, and I'm sure we're going to talk about the other two at some point in time, um, this one was the least that I saw the CGI. Like, yeah, this one was that. the one that I was like, Actually, this one has le- the least amount of CGI than like Clone Wars, uh, and they built a lot of miniatures for for that movie too. And there, there's there's right, a ton of exactly. stuff that they built that was practical. exactly uh, the, they kept the, it with the, practical. the underwater stuff though. I, I disagree. I think the underwater stuff no. is there's always a bigger L- finish. Yeah. <laughs> Liam Neeson yeah. actually filmed that underwater. <laughs> yeah, they were breathing the whole time. <laughs> you didn't know that, dude. That's real life. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think it's tough to watch. <laughs> that little breathing apparatus. Yeah, I wanted that so bad, so bad. I wanted that gadget. I was like, <gasps> it's literally in the movie for like two seconds, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. They come out of the water and then yeah. he takes it out. And you're like, what the, what the hell? He was. What using was that the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> Where was that? That's not in my lucky charm exactly. box. All I got was this light up spoon. bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say about Liam Neeson, he's got to like be more hygienic. Like the scene where Jar Jar, like he like snaps his tongue with his hand, and then Liam Neeson like keeps eating after. I was grossed out by it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, COVID hadn't hit the galaxy yet at that point. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that 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 is such a great such a great movie. I really enjoy that. I remember seeing that the first time, and I mean, we didn't even talk about it, but the 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 lightsaber battle mm-hmm. at the end just just floors me every single time <sighs> with the with the music and yeah. just the speed of everything too. And like you were saying, coming from like original trilogy stuff, like seeing people flip around, and like like insanely well right. choreographed fights and stuff was just like otherworldly exactly. too because. You know, I think early on when I tried to watch when after they all come out, came out, I watched them in release order and just like that transition from six to one is so, so yeah. crazy. Yeah. So I can only imagine like seeing that, you know, yeah. in theaters oh, yeah. and first and stuff. Oh, yeah. So good. I, uh, I, I do like Darth Maul like as a character. I'm glad they brought him oh, back and so like, kind of fleshed him yeah. out a little bit more. Um, yeah. oh, I think you could argue that this might have been the most anticipated movie of all time. Because you had gone twenty six years, right? Sixteen years, sixteen years since return. Sixteen years. Okay, yeah, yeah, Yeah. sixteen years. Yeah, bad math. Um, (laughs) Yeah, sixteen years. But you know, I'm sure it seemed like you know eternities for people who were diehard Star Wars fans at the time and weren't ten years old like us. You know what I mean? I mean, Lucas Um, was basically after Return of the Jedi. He was like, dude, I don't want to do this anymore is what he said. Yep. He was like, I, I don't want to do this after star Wars. He said was a four year, like under the gun fire drill every day of his life for four years. He said, I don't want to yeah. be in that anymore. Um, and, yeah. and I, I really, I mean, agree with that a little bit. Like George Lucas is a businessman. He like created this because he wanted to create a business and a, and like this universe and he did and he created it. And then finally he like gave it up and said, you guys take it. I'm done. You. And and at that point, all of these people were just like, just open heart. Like let's create this universe. And, uh, but in the, I mean, originally he wasn't, 
you know, he was he's a businessman. He's an excellent businessman. Yeah. George Lucas is an yeah. excellent businessman. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of why he slowly backed off a little bit. I think I think the stories Agreed. after he directed New, New Hope is that he wanted to kind of spend more time with like, his production slash mm-hmm. effects company and and do a little bit more of that. And then obviously he did different movies and, um, you know, got in some different things. Indiana Jones, obviously, and, you know, some some different things. And he just wanted to. He's, you're right. He slowly phased himself yeah. out and. And maybe rightfully so, you know, wish he phased himself out of the prequel. <laughs> but, um, um, Agreed. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Moving on. We'll get there. I'm sure. Uh, my number five, I have return of the Jedi, Ooh. 1983. Nice. Um, third of the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, like we just said, the f- last movie before the Phantom Menace came out in 1999, uh, this one's directed by Richard Marquand, um, who is another director who doesn't really do much. No. Um, he had a movie called Jagged Edge that came out after that had Jeff Bridges and Glenn Close. I've seen that one. Oh, yeah. I remember um, that one. <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't he hasn't really done too much after. And he's the third different director of the original trilogy. They had three different directors, which not a lot of people know. Like casual Star Wars fans mm. just like, yeah, George Lucas did everything. No. Um, but yeah, three different directors. And uh He's actually, I saw some differing in, like relations, but he's related to this actor now called the Ross Marquand, who is in, he's in The Walking Dead, and he's in um, the Avengers movies. He's the Red Skull now. Hugo Weaving dropped out. So like in the new Avengers, this guy plays oh, the Red Skull okay. at Voromir. And this is like his nephew, I think, or his great nephews. Oh. That Again, differing uh, things of what I read, but... Uh, this one's the third in the original trilogy. The rebels go to Endor in a mission to destroy the second Death Star. Uh, very, very commonly picked as the third best of the original trilogy, and you know I agree. Um, I think this movie's biggest flaw, and I love it; it's still great. Mm. But is that the best scene is the opening scene, the uh, mm. saving okay. Han from Jabba? That whole scene to me is the best part of the movie. Mm. I think it's so great. And there's a lot of good stuff in this movie. Absolutely. But I just think that it starts off with, with such a bang that it's the best. And then, you know, obviously it gets a little silly with the Ewoks. And people will say what they will about the Ewoks. What do you guys think? Don't you trash my Ewoks. <laughs> Adam? I think they're great. I mean, it, it does. It, they serve they serve the story of illustrating the kind of David versus Goliath thing. Yeah. And, I, the the thing that I, I agree with you on, you know, maybe it not being the best is like in the original kind of draft, I guess, Lucas had them as Wookiees. Yeah, which I, saw more oh, yeah. I saw that too. More compelling. I saw that too. That would yep. have been like, that would have sent this movie to the, the stratosphere. I, for I me kind of agree. The case. I but, like them because they're cute so, and funny, but there's yeah. still a part of me that thinks they're a little out of place. I want to. Uh, at the end of the day, Star Wars is for 12 year olds. Mm. So if you're 12 watching this, it's like, all right, they're pretty. Yeah. Cute. I want the to. I get it, but I, I totally. I agree. want to fall into a pile of Ewoks and get tickled by them. <laughs> <laughs> Singing Yub Nub. Singing Yub Nub. Please Yub Nub and like tickle me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, tying back, you like the babies too. The oh my God! Stop it! So stop cute. it, Walker. <laughs> I need it. Uh, well, tying back to you mentioned Willow earlier. Yeah, the lead Ewok is played by Warwick Davis. Warwick from Willow, Davis, exactly. Who apparently was he was 11 years old at the time of filming, 
and was fed. He was in this hot suit all day. So Carrie Fisher would go bring him chocolate chip cookies and chocolate milk. You know, did a bunch of lines and then went. Oh and yeah, dude. <laughs> oh hey, what's the stuff oh, on the cookie? Can see her oh, coke yeah. nail in it. <laughs> Wait, you can see her coke nail in this movie. It. I forget what scene. I think it's. I think it's in Jabba's palace. You can catch a glimpse of it. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's in there. <laughs> I read the story about speaking of Java's palace that like she was like wanting to have more like better like wardrobe like that was more like woman empowering. Yeah. And then they gave it to her all, and she was like, "What the f- no? Now you can't tell I'm a woman, so they just slut me up in this Java <laughs> hut, like you know." So uh, uh, yeah, I totally iconic. get it. But it is iconic. It's very all time, all time babe in that scene. All time, all time babe. babe. 100 percent oh yeah yep 100 percent um yeah it's uh i mean it's a good wrap up to the trilogy though i mean it mm-hmm. it's you know you have 16 years until the next one so i mean you're you're left hanging but you get the yub nub at the end yeah, you get the exactly. force ghosts yeah. you get hayden christensen in the updated edition as the force ghost which i forget about every time because yeah. i'm just so used to watching the original i know so even i watched it this week and yep. i was like whoa there's Hayden Christensen again. Who's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I will <laughs> say that if you do have the original, original cut, which was, I actually picked up the special edition DVDs that it, like on the second DVD had the original cut because I don't really like the the one he remade in the 90s. I like the original, yeah. original cut. Um, yep. That uh, it's, I would suggest like if you can find those, hang on to them. Because eventually they're not going to be around. You're not going to find them. Everything's going to be digital. Everything's going to be Disney Plus and Netflix. And all you're going to see is like the special edition that came out in the 1990s with, like you said, Will, the CGI that was a little too early and just not going all the way there yet. Um, But, you know, if you find a DVD or a Blu-ray that has the original, very original cut, Please grab it because it's probably not going to hang around for too long. Wayne wants everything to be black and white. He wants like subtitles, <laughs> Charlie Chaplin and everything. <laughs> I absolutely do. I want Charlie Chaplin to play all of the characters in Star Wars. <laughs> I want Cary Grant to come on as, yeah. as Han Solo. <laughs> I just like smoke a cigarette as he's like getting on the William Falcon. He's like, I don't fucking give a shit about those goddamn like. <laughs> Zero gravity bullshit. <laughs> he throws a cigarette down on the ground. <laughs> uh, what are you saying, Adam? I will give some love to the 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 uh, CGI. There's some that really just doesn't right. work. But at the end, where they show Cloud City, they show mm-hmm. Naboo, they show Coruscant. Those were added. Yeah, good good with that. Yeah, yeah. But everything else, yeah, kind of. <laughs> The, the extra song at Jabba's Palace. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so much. bad. Yeah. Give me give me the Max Rebo band. They were so oh, much yeah, so yeah. better. You know that blue guy, that yeah. elephant with the oh, keys. Yeah, he's, he's jamming, dude. So yeah, he's got like, he is jamming. He's got yeah. four keys. Just <laughs> I want to see, yeah, it's, it's all he needs. since they're all like technically Muppets, I want to see that band and I want to see uh, Dr. Teeth and the Electric Mayhem from the Muppets like, <laughs> open for them. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all for tonight. Uh, Next up. <laughs> uh, that's good. 
Uh, so yeah, this is my number five, Return of the Jedi. A couple other things I, I liked. Uh, one of the things that makes me laugh at the end is how Vader kills the Emperor. He basically suplexes him. <laughs> Word. Grabs him and just puts him over his head. Another pit. Um, another pit yeah. death. Another yeah. pit. Yeah, a lot of pit deaths. Yeah. yeah, there's so many. Wait so a many minute. pit deaths. <laughs> how are we going to kill this guy? I just throw him down a hole. I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> this reactor shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you guys know what animal made the sounds of the Rancor in this movie? Oh, shit. Oh, isn't it, isn't it a bear? It is not. What At is it? At least that? not what I read. It's not what you would expect. Okay, hang on. Let me think. Is it my mother-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a dog. It is a dog. Okay, it is a dachshund. Dog. Yeah, okay. It's a dachshund. I couldn't remember. A dachshund? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> made the sounds of a rancor. Oh, oh man. Yeah. That thing scared the shit out of me first really? time. Yeah, that, that thing was intense. Like just slimy oh, and no, gross. So and, slimy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, again, I love that. I love that whole yeah. opening sequence. Like I I mean, for me it's a blessing and a curse because it I don't want to say the movie's a letdown after that, but it's just like that's the most that's intense a, part. It's very, honestly, I can't yeah. remember the middle of it. <laughs> the middle the middle is essentially Endor and the Ewoks and yeah, getting caught I mean, in the remember the ending. tree traps and, Yeah, like yeah the Ewoks making this like, I'm going to make a rock trap that stops this gigantic machine from walking through and blasting us to death. Yeah. Yoda dies with the logs. The logs. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I think they probably just like bounce off in real life. I love R2-D2's Swiss army knife that gets him out of like the net trap that he just pulls out and cuts him down. Honestly, you said Uh, it though, like best uh, Adam, when you said this movie is made for 12 year olds because for the longest time, this was my favorite Star Wars movie. Like, by far, this is yeah. my favorite Star yeah. Wars movie. And then as I got older and I started re-watching some of the originals, it no longer became my star, my favorite Star Wars I think Wars that's movie. very common. I think it's yeah, very common. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know, I mean, you can, you can definitely blame it on the Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to scapegoat with the Ewoks. Escape walk and find a new slam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll end it with this one. The famous line, it's a trap, was originally, it's a trick. Thank God they changed it. Thank God. It's a trap yeah. is oh iconic. Uh, <laughs> iconic line. Best line in the movie. It was also said in episode five, too, mm. when uh, Luke shows up to Cloud City, Leia, the OG, it's a trap. She's being like pulled away in, the, in like, uh, Cloud City in the hallway. Yeah. It's a trap. Not enough. <laughs> Akbar, Akbar's delivery. Oh, absolutely. I was about to say, yeah, yeah Akbar's got it. Not uh, enough fish. Not enough Mon Calamari. Exactly. <laughs> not enough fish <laughs> talk in there. Yeah. Some more flesh fish. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine when he gets, like, flustered on the comms? He's like... <laughs> <laughs> Situation normal. Everything's fine. How are you? Uh, That's great. All right. Well, that was just our number five. So uh, we got a long way to go. We're pacing well here. Adam, four. What do you got? I'll, I'll, uh, we'll we'll be able to keep this one shorter since this is the perfect segue. My number four is Return of the Jedi. So one above you. But some of the, some of the highlights that we didn't 
talk about were the speeder bike chase on indoors, awesome. just immaculate Perfect. every time. Yeah. And like when Luke falls off and then the bike's coming right at him and he just steps to the uh, side and slashes the front of it off. Uh, and uh, that might be the, the, uh, the scout trooper goes flying. Yeah. Oh. That might be like the, the best like action scene that seems like a modern day action scene. Like that was yeah. for its yeah. time a yeah. very, you know, good racing and ahead of its time as far as, you know, Absolutely. like effects and editing yeah. go for sure. Yeah. Do you know how they shot that? Uh, in uh, so they were in out in California with all the redwoods. Red yeah, I, I think the story goes that they walked through the forest and took a picture every few steps and then just sped it all up. Wow! So like those scenes where you're just kind of looking down the forest yeah. as like you're on the bike. It's like the perspective nice. of you're on the bike. I think it's just a shitload of pictures stacked together. Making do with what it's you crazy, got. Man. Yeah, making do with the technology. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. ILM man. Yeah, they they like pushed it. Yeah. Um, what else? What else? So the, the stuff with Luke going back to Dagobah was just, mm. oh, I love those scenes yeah. in the hut and it's raining. And, you know, they, they talk about what Luke did and why they didn't tell him there was his father and all this stuff. And there's some next level humor on Yoda's part in there when uh, he's sitting with him and he's like, when 900 years old, you reach look as good. You will not. It's, it's, it kills me every time. Yeah. He, <laughs> and, he's uh, such a cranky old coot in that is. scene. Oh my God. It's he's so such funny. Like, yeah. He's such like a booby. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My bubby yeah. Yoda. And uh, then there's one, like then the, there's, there's one, um, there's another line after that too, where uh, they're talking about Luke becoming mm. a Jedi. And Luke's like, maybe I am a Jedi. And, and Yoda goes, oh, like, like, oh, oh, big man, yeah. oh, big yeah. man yeah. up in here. <laughs> big man over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, I lose it every yeah. time. Um, yeah, the Emperor's trap and the, the throne room scene is just yeah. that 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 did it for me as a kid. Yeah. I was just like just within the, those three movies, not even with the prequels tying into it too. like just the story of those three movies, that arc just being totally mm -hmm. flushed out and all the raw emotion and the music and. Um, the the saber throws and the emperor cackling and yeah. like and uh, when Vader finds out that Luke has a sister like it just mm -hmm. you feel Luke's rage come out and he just starts swinging like crazy yeah. until he you know slashes uh, Vader's hand off and then like he has that amazing scene where like you can see the part of Vader's hand lopped off and all the wires sticking out and then he's like wait my hand is yeah. like yeah, he's like yeah. thinking about that cave scene and Dagobah he's like. I could become this guy if I let my hate exactly. consume me. So he stops, throws the lightsaber away. It's that's yeah, that's that's all I had to add. That is oh, I it adore was. that movie. That's yeah. oh, absolutely, so good. man. I yeah. mean, I think that you know we talk about uh, Episode One coming out sixteen years years later. I never thought that it didn't end the way that it should have ended. Like I always thought, like Episode Three or Episode Six, I was like. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point, because a lot of times the criticism of the end of a trilogy is that they didn't wrap it up. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's not the criticisms I think most have this movie. There's no. criticisms to be had, but they wrapped yeah. it up in a bow. They like, did. It's wrapped up in a totally, 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 totally wrapped it up. Yep. Yep. Cool. All right. Wayne four. Oh, um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, episode four for me was a new hope 1977 um 
So OG Star Wars, the first one that came out, even though it's episode four, it's uh, the first one that was made. Um, just start off by saying that when I was deciding to go to film school and deciding to like pursue a career in film, this was one of the movies that pushed me to do that. Like George Lucas was one of the reasons that I was like, Oh my God, like I, I need to be a director because I want to make movies like this. Um, George Lucas directed and wrote this movie. Of course, he created the universe. So imagine a man spending hours upon hours of creating history, characters, locations, backstory of all of these things. And creating it in a way that now, I mean, 1977, so what are we talking like 30 years later, is still extremely relevant, extremely powerful, extremely liked by all the people that watch it. Um, yep. Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Alec Guinness, Harrison Ford. Um, at that time, they were actually pretty unknown actors. They just kind of like picked up from where they were. Um, the original Star Wars remains to be one of the most financially successful films of all time. Um, and actually, a little tidbit here, this is the only Star Wars that was financed by a major motion picture company. The rest are considered independent films. If you didn't know that. Yep. No, I didn't. George claimed merchandising rights for, in exchange for less money for this movie, which was extremely smart on his point. He knew there was merchandising opportunities. We talked about George as being a businessman, which he was. He was, I mean, he might not have been a director or a writer or anything like that. And we can, you know, we can have arguments on both sides of that point. But regardless, he was a good businessman. He knew how to create companies, create businesses, and uh, get what he needed out of these deals. And what he did was he claimed merchandising rights to Star Wars, which basically fueled the rest of star wars universe um a new hope uh it was i think like the eighth or ninth film company he finally went to um i think it was 20th century i can't remember entirely um that finally said yes we'll do it and in his contract he did the merchandising and so this is the only one that's considered uh, funded by an actual major motion picture company. The rest are independent films because he used the money from this film to fund the rest of them. Yeah. So Ewoks. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, a couple of things to add there. I mean, you're completely right. Like I, I wrote about this movie. Like it, it, it's easy to say that it changed the way that like space and sci-fi movies were made, but it's revolutionary in sound, costume design, editing, Absolutely. effects, yep. music. Um, it won five Oscars, all for categories like that. Didn't win any Oscars for acting or anything like that. Like all editing, effects, sound, music, things like that. It just changed the way movies are made, and it's a it defined a genre forever, probably. And mm -hmm. you know, like you said, all these great legendary characters. You're not a Star Wars fan, you still know. The names Luke and Leia and mm -hmm. Han and Vader and Chewbacca and 
Obi-Wan, CP3O, R2-D2. Like, you're not a Star Wars fan, you know those names. How many movies can um, you say have done that? Yeah, very, very few, if any others. I mean, I can't think of another one off the top of my head, honestly. Do you know who Lord Uh, Elrond is? I I do. (laughs) (laughs) But a lot of people don't. But you can say Luke Skywalker and everybody knows who that is. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think context clues people could figure out that is Lord of the Rings, but <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I mean, exactly. Who's yeah. Rivendell's leader? <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, completely agree. Uh, you know, started started this all. You know, New Hope. Yeah, so I mean, like, this started it for a lot of us. This didn't mm. start it for Adam. So I want to hear what your opinion is on this. Like, how do you feel about a New Hope? I adore this okay. movie so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's not in my top five, but like asking me to pick my top five is like trying to pick my favorite children <laughs> yeah. or child or something yeah. like they're, they're all amazing. But I remember like, I, I, I remember seeing this for the first time and just like being so enamored. And then kind of like, as I got older, I like looked back and like realized how much they were able to do with like, the, the thing that sticks out to me is how much they were able to do with, you know where they were at mm. the time 1977 it's it's crazy yeah. how how much i still enjoy watching that movie exactly know, to this yeah. day and um right with 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 peter cushing's performance too i don't want to leave him out oh, he was so fantastic good. as a uh, grandma tarkin yeah. him he was like the only one who kind of like gave it back to vader a little bit in that yeah. movie the dynamic is so it interesting is very with, interesting um he's he's the one really calling the shots and vader's kind of like his his henchman yeah. in a way he's not really kind of you know in a you know over like crazy empowering role like he is in five right. and six yeah. but um that's a very good yeah, point i, I do I like just, that i like that a lot i remember i remember really diving deep into how this film was edited too for for pacing i think there was so many different drafts of how this movie mm. was supposed to flow and i like i think as i've gotten older the the thing i appreciate it the best the most about it is the beginning it's just this such a Mm -hmm. slow build at the beginning where you follow the droids like that's the main character at the beginning you follow them follow them follow them follow them until it leads you to finally to luke you're like who is this dude i don't know like half an hour in or 20 25 minutes 40 minutes whatever it is you're a good chunk in and you're not even at like anything with luke or obi-wan yet like it's that that part stuck out to me and then um another like huge thing was just all the like, the choices Lucas make made about you know going with like a you know a full orchestra to score the movie yeah. instead of just like cool seventies yep. sci fi stuff like would have been a totally different story if he did, did something so. else and you didn't have that moment with the twin sons with Luke standing there and the you know the swell of the the orchestra mm-hmm. and everything it's like so many amazing choices in that movie it yeah. just I always 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 love watching that movie it's fantastic yeah i think it's the most fun movie that it the, is the series yep, yeah. has it's the most fun yeah and you're right there's a slow build in the beginning but it's also that movie flies by it's two hours it's so easy to watch yeah, it's so short it's to, mm-hmm. it's so easy to watch and uh you're you know the choices that they made with the casting is mostly unknowns alec guinness at that point is 
Alec the Guinness most well was the most well known. They barely convinced yep. him to do yeah, that. Barely. Yeah, he, he didn't want to do I, it at all. I, he was like, a big serious actor. I read a story about how uh, Hamill and Ford were like goofing off on the set all the time, but then uh, Alec Guinness would show up and they'd be like on their best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> here yeah. comes Dad. Um, Dad's here. Yeah, here comes Dad. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for me, the most fun movie that the the series has right. of Star Wars, and not the best. Um, no, sets the stage iconic sets the whole lore of star wars but uh not the best but it's 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 so easy to watch and just enjoyable it's uh it's a great movie absolutely all right uh we are at my number four uh-huh. um i am going to be the first one that goes into the new trilogy here oh, oh yeah i have the force awakens at number four oh. 2015 oh. Directed by J.J. Abrams, The Force Awakens, or as I like to call it, the Luke Skywalker scavenger hunt. Oh. Um, This obviously, uh, you know, is the first in a new series. So, again, you have a break between, you know, Revenge of the Sith to this. and You introduce new characters here. Mm -hmm. So, this is even a bigger leap, almost in some ways, than the prequels were because... Prequels are have established characters, earlier versions of them said that, but, uh, you know, these are brand new characters and for the most part, I think the new characters are great and I'm glad they went that direction. Uh, you have Ray the scavenger, you have, uh, the former stormtrooper and Finn, you have Poe Dameron, then you have the bad guys who've taken over for the empire, the first order led by Kylo Ren, who Adam's dog is named after. So obviously he's a big fan. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was really excited for this trilogy after this movie. Um, it's maybe because we went so long without a good Star Wars movie for me, 32 years because of the prequels. Um, but I enjoyed this one more than I think even most think. I, I think a lot of the big criticism of it is that it's a remake of A New Hope. That it's very similar in the storyline eh, and the a, pacing of it. I would say it's more cylindrical. Guess what? I'm also okay with that. Like it's it's, it's, it's yeah, me too. It's, like why is that a why is that a criticism? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Everything in it, Star Wars, yeah. everything. If you even look at like old samurai movies, they're always cylindrical. Like you watch it, it's a complete loop. Yeah. As George would say, it's like poetry. It rhymes. Yeah. I love it. I <laughs> exactly. Love it. And, you know, they. I think they made a great decision here of making the older characters secondary characters. Mm. I like that they brought them back, but it was time. Like, if they just did, you know, Luke, Leia, and Han, again, as the lead characters in this movie, I'm not sure it works. Um, they needed new blood, and they picked, and they made some bold choices of relatively unknowns again. I mean, right. Oscar Isaac now is one of the biggest actors in Hollywood, but... He certainly wasn't at the time. Mm. Uh, I mean, this is uh, uh, Ray's first movie uh, as Daisy Ridley as an American movie. And, you know, Finn was an English guy who they filmed a lot of scenes with an English accent and had to kind of refilm because it didn't work. Um, And then Adam Driver is probably the most well-known at the time. He was doing the HBO show (laughs) and uh, girls and and everyone thought he was a little too emo for the role, but he's uh, he's great. He's menacing, and I don't know, man. Uh, you know, yeah. I think this sets this sets the the table for the trilogy. I was super excited for it. Without spoiling too much, I'm a little bit disappointed the rest of the way with the trilogy. I think this is the best of the newer movies, mm. um, and and I I love the positivity of it. I love the table setting of it. Mm. 
And I don't think that the criticism of it being a remake of A New Hope is great. Um, I love, wow. like I said, the, the the new characters, but I also like the supporting characters. Hawks is a great slimy scumbag who you want to hate. I absolutely love Maz Kanata, Lupita Nyong'o. Awesome. Oh, so Very good. brief scene. So good. But she's so she's good. awesome. Um, the, a couple uh, ties to this movie. Some MCU ties. Elizabeth Olsen, considered for Ray. And Lee Pace, who played Ronan in the Guardians movies, considered for Kylo, who I could totally see playing Kylo. Um, glad he didn't. I love Adam. Don't Joe. you dare. Yeah. Don't touch it. Like I said, movie did a great job of making the prior character secondary. Yeah. You know, Luke is not in the movie until the last scene. Mm. Leia is a minor character. Han has probably the biggest role of the previous characters, but we know what happens to Han. And that's a great scene, by the way. Uh, I love how they handled so it. So good scene. As, so good. As much as it was bad to see, what a heartbreaking scene. Like, if your heart breaks when you see a character like that, that means that they did the right thing of killing them off. Because if they, I cried a lot. If they kill off yeah. a main character and you're like, Oh, what the fuck? That was so stupid. Then it doesn't matter. But if you're like heartbreaks, it means mm-hmm. it's probably a good move killing that person off because, you know, you did you it got right. Emotion at, you did it right. Yeah, you got that emotion out of exactly. you. And I think they did it. It was controversial, but um, movie was a huge hit at the time. Third movie ever to make two billion dollars. Titanic and Avatar. And uh, for me, like I said, set the stage for a great trilogy that let me down the rest of the <laughs> way. But we'll, we'll leave it at that. Oh, Force Awakens. All right. Adam, do you want to do you want to interject or do you want? Oh man, I, I think I, I think I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay. keep thinking on what that's what fine. I say. You go you for go, it, man. What do yeah, you got? Yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> um, out of this, you're gonna talk about how we watched this in a hotel room in Disney together. <laughs> we did. We lo- I do want to hear about this. I do want to so hear about this. It was fun, man. What one rainy Thursday afternoon in Disney with Disney World? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not much, Not going, much going on, on, you know, and hey, could either, just TNT had it on TV or exactly. something. We could either go to, because Star Wars Galaxy hadn't opened up yet. So we were, we were one, we month, were one away. month away. I, we no, were so, so disappointed. Sad. I remember we were talking about it for months beforehand. We were like, we could have just waited one more month. <laughs> Dude, I was in Anaheim before their Star Wars opened, like, Two months before in LA, in Anaheim. Uh, that's uh, hilarious. And I even planned a trip go with ahead. my younger brother <laughs> last May to go, and we couldn't go because of COVID. And I was like, oh, I'm man. like so close. <sighs> but anyway, oh, yeah, we did watch this in <laughs> a hotel got? room. We drank a lot of beer. It was like two o'clock yep. in the afternoon. It was amazing. Yep. It was great. Work trip, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, I think of. Of all the three like sequels to the original trilogy, this one was the one that I liked the most. Um, I agree with you, like the casting of Ray. I love Ray. Like I just love her. She's so good. Total badass. Total badass. Her theme too. Oh, yeah. John Williams knocked that out yeah. of the park. Her oh, music is spectacular. I, I, oh, you know, speaking now that you mentioned that, you mentioned uh, Giacchino before and John Williams. This is the first movie ever that he didn't do. Giacchino did not do for J.J. Abrams. And because John Williams did yeah. it. And Giacchino was like, yep. there's no way I'm doing this. There's no way I want to hear myself over John Williams in this <laughs> yeah. movie. There's no way. And it's the f- yeah. first one he ever did that J.J. Abrams ever did without him. Yeah. 
And good for him being like, no, stop. No, John Wick. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's the yeah, goat. Exactly. You don't mess with exactly. the goat. Exactly. <laughs> no, you that can't cool. mess with it. I mean, he needed it. Yeah. Honestly, and Abrams there... needed it. He needed he needed some sort of grounding for this movie and this these sequels to yep. take off. And John Williams was one of them. Um, Harrison Ford being in the movie was another one being honestly like a little bit more of a mentor than he's been in every other movie possible. You know, he kind of took Ray under his wing and um, casting was great in this movie. I love the casting. Um, Poe Dameron, one of my favorite characters in these, in the last uh, trilogy. Um, I think the thing that stands out the most to me in this movie is Kylo Ren though. Absolutely. Like, uh, they yes, <laughs> um, yes, um, <laughs> I would yes. like to chime in and say, um, yes, uh, yes. yes. So, uh, That's yes, guess. hard yes on that one, and I mean, yeah, he was probably the most recognized actor at this point in time to come onto this uh, trilogy. But in the end, I just loved his like character arc it was so good and to tie it back into the han solo um leia like character arc as well and just kind of like have those two have this like extra problem of we raise this son that's not perfect and after all we've been through we can't we can't like raise him perfectly. He's taken off in a different direction. We don't know. And like that whole dynamic between the two, it just makes this like even more solid. He's just an amazing character. He's an amazing character. And I I, I just feel like him, Ray, they just made this, this trilogy. This was the one that really solidified it. I, I I do love this movie as as the last three of a trilogy that um, probably and I'll agree with you will probably fell short on a little bit of the last two. This one was. I like the the butthole is so good. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> Felt myself getting choked up as you were saying this, this Han and Leia. Ben so Stone. good. Yeah. Like that, that kills me every know, time. Very, every it's single so, time I watch it's, it. It's, it's well done throughout the trilogy. The yeah. yeah, it's well oh. done throughout the trilogy, but it's 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 most prevalent and most successful in this movie, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and yeah. that does it for me, too. And that's why I think it kind of differs from A New Hope a little bit, is you don't have a kind of story like that, and that's the biggest yeah. scene in the movie. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, I you know I love it. And uh, it's it's my number four. So let's move on to number threes. Back to Mr. Walker. Oh, man. Well, I don't know if you guys have heard about this one, but number three is The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> 1985. Or, yeah, 1980. 80. Excuse yeah, me. 80. Directed by Irvin Kirshner. Yep. What an amazing, amazing, let me say it again, amazing movie. <laughs> um, I think with trying to rank all these i want to preface and say empire is the best star wars movie but it's my number three like in sure, yeah, yeah, sure. so we say that a lot I we mean, say that a lot in this podcast we say favorite and best are two different things yeah absolutely 
Thank yes. you. I'm, I'm glad yeah. you guys see it. But yeah, Empire is the best Star Wars movie ever. And it's, I mean, what, what can we say? I, I think, you know, everybody kind of has a grasp on um, the, the serious aspects and the, you know, famous aspects of this. But I think some of the stuff that stands out for me more is the humor. <laughs> I think there's some seriously awesome Han humor in this movie that doesn't get talked, up, talked about. I, I love this, actually, um, because this is something people don't talk about. Yeah. People talk about the serious no, part, like, but they don't talk about the humor. <laughs> I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Your tauntaun will freeze in the cold. Well, then I'll see you in hell. <laughs> uh, when he calls Leia your highnessness or your worship. <laughs> and then, you know, obviously never tell me the odds. Right. But the, the best one is when they're they're fiddling with the hyperdrive, trying to get it to work. And C-3PO's doing his thing and not shutting up. And Han just like looks back at him in the cockpit. He's like, Chewie, take the professor in the back. That <laughs> <laughs> just—it kills me, man. Every oh, time. Oh, so good. <laughs> also, another thing I wanted to add to—I mean, like I said, everything's been said about this movie, but I think I want to give a little bit of love to Solo, the spinoff movie, because I think it really, really sets up. And you know, it's obviously came out mm-hmm. way later, but it—it it helps kind of fill in some you know, uh, Lando and Han connection backstory and stuff when they, when they meet and everything it's, oh man, it's just, it's so great. And you see how he wins the ship in solo. And then he's like, yeah, they run into each other in episode five. And it's just like, you got a lot of guts coming here, pal, <laughs> after what you pulled. And it's just, it just fills in the blanks nicely and, you know, adds something, something new after, you know, this movie's been out for so long. It just fills in a little bit. I mean, but yeah, I mean the the biggest twist in movie history, yeah, and yeah. Uh, like not even not even David Prowse, the guy in the Vader suit, knew. Like yeah, he, says something he didn't different, even know. And Mark yeah. Hamill reacts to what he yeah. says. Yes. Like he says, "I killed your father," and Mark Hamill gives an amazing performance. I don't know why this is scrutinized. Like that that performance he gives in that scene is fantastic. Yeah. With when he's hanging on, right. he's got his arm cut off yeah. and everything. Is that true? Yeah, he says something. Yeah. <laughs> I think people always yeah, criticize yeah. like bubbly, like dumb looking performances like that. But it's how you would react. Yeah, like yeah. you yeah, would look like, like a bumbling crybaby. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You wouldn't look great. You'd be like, oh, yeah. that's not true. That's impossible. Oh, no way, no, man. Would be <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, this man. is uh this is the only one we've talked about so far because I had this on my best sequels list, which I think yep. I think I had it at three is one of my favorite sequels ever. I think most people agree it's the best Star Wars movie ever made. Yep. Um I think particularly the last hour of this movie is the best Star Wars has been. Mm-hmm. And the Pretty the scene good. you just talked oh. about and I think at like once the not that I I said I think the Dagobah scene in this movie I think drags a little bit, um, but it's crucial to the plot. But once once you're out of Dagobah, the rest of the movie it's oh, you know we're cooking stellar. with gas and yeah, it's fire the rest of the way. And um, I agree with you. It's uh, it's probably the best Star Wars movie ever made, and probably just because this is the one where Carrie Fisher started doing those lines and just kicked everything off. I mean, oh, she could, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Irvin Kirshner was actually um, George Lucas's uh, professor in film school. He hired, Ooh, yeah, he hired that. his professor to make this movie because, of course, we talked about George Lucas being like over Star Wars 
when Star Wars was done. He was like, I'm done. I don't want to be a director anymore. Um, so he hired uh, his ex-professor, Irvin Kirshner, to do this movie. Um, I, I totally agree with you guys. It's by far one of the best Star Wars movies. It established so many things. Like, I think it established more Star Wars things than A New Hope's established Star Wars, Star Wars thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, that, I think the casual Star Wars fan thinks Luke, I Am Your Father is from... A New Hope. Exactly. Like a New Hope. Star Wars, Star yeah. Wars 1, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, they would call it, right? Yeah. yeah. So the, chapter, chapter one. one. Well, this was chapter <laughs> two, and you're about to get schooled because this is like, yep. oh. Well, technically, it's chapter five. Eh, so. <laughs> well, yeah. So I got a lot of things to say about this movie, but I'm going to keep it to the minimum. Yes. I got one more thing to add. I forgot to mention Yoda's introduction is perfect. Oh, yeah. He's like, there's some great master <laughs> Jedi you're supposed yes. to meet. And he's bashing R2 with a stick. <laughs> I know. So like, good. Like, seriously, like, I appreciate all the, the, the serious aspects of this movie. Yeah. And yeah, it's, yeah. you know, Absolutely. everybody said everything about those. But the humor is like as good as the serious stuff. Yeah. And like, he's like, how do you get so big eating food this small as he's picking through Luke's uh, dinner and everything? But oh, yeah, that was, so that was the last thing. <laughs> Adam so is good. killer. It has... <laughs> People say that's the best duel in all of Star Wars is R2 versus Yoda. Oh, it's a good one. Pretty it's good. Could one. be. Very well could be. <laughs> he does make the best R2 sounds in that whole scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a great <laughs> R2 sounds. Yeah. Yeah. He does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then some of those were uh, filmed in Lucas's pool. Did you guys know I did that? Not. Some of the swamp scenes. No, that's yeah. pretty cool. They had to film some of it there. So he didn't really have to leave but home. Yeah, that's my number he three. was like remote. No. Remote the whole yeah. time. He just lives on day. I'm just picturing him like sitting in his backyard now because like Chewbacca is based off his dog. He's like, all right, so that's Chewbacca. That's where we're going to film this scene. <laughs> George Lucas just got really drunk one night and made Star Wars. I'm a dog in my dying old best Chewbacca. I'm going to So good. Yeah. That's, that's great. So, yeah, it's the best. But it's my number okay. three. Number three. Number three. So. Wayne. Yep. You are up. Number three. We haven't talked about this one yet. Um, but my number three is actually Solo, 2018. Yeah, I know. What a movie! Wow. You you look like Tom Cruise from A Few Good Men. Good men. Will. He just left. He just left. Jesus God. He just laughed out. Now he looks like the. I don't want to. Now he looks like the guy from like crime investigation movies, like (laughs) with the robot voice. My uh, my my cable got loose the exact second you said solo. It was not purposeful. I promise. He doesn't like it that much that he's leaving. (laughs) I uh, let's hear it. I'm I'm just surprised by it. I actually don't hate it, but uh, I'm surprised. No. I love this. This I I really want to hear this too. Okay, so Adam Walker and I, we talked about this because I hadn't seen this movie. I didn't watch it. And oh, yeah, I forgot about this too. Yeah, so I hadn't seen it. And all of a sudden, I was like, you know, Adam, I haven't watched like Solo yet. Like, what do you feel? Do you feel like I should watch it? Do you feel like it like incorporates it? And he was like, give it a shot. He was like, yeah, just give it a shot. Let, Let me know what you think. 
So I did. And I didn't go in with a whole lot of like preconceived notions of like, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be awesome. I can't wait to see Han Solo. Um, but this movie like actually blown me, blew me away. Like after I watched it, I was like, this is not terrible. Like this is actually like a pretty high standards. Good, yeah. Like this is actually a pretty good movie. Um, so there was a lot of like production woes that happened with this movie. Lots of stuff. Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, um, were the initial directors. They actually were fired by Disney because they, quote unquote, made the lead um, actor who played uh, Han Solo, Aldrin. Oh God, Heinrich, Ehrenrich, Alden, Alden, Ehrenreich. Ehrenreich. Thank you, Adam. Alden, you got it. Ehrenreich. Um, they made him look like Jim Carrey is what what the (laughs) quote was is he was just too overdone. This was like ridiculous. So they brought in somebody that could ground the movie a little bit more, AKA Ron Howard. Um, Ron Howard reshot 70% of this movie. Um, but some of the actors in this movie, I mean, Alden say it again for me, Adam. Aaron, Aaron Reich. Reich. Thank you. Alden. You Aaron. We're just going to get the, we're going to get Adam's recording of it. You're going to make Alden is Aaron Reich. <laughs> Aaron Reich. <laughs> oh, dude. Hey, you can if y'all splice it together. Exactly. AR. If y'all listen to this podcast, you know that I'm like awful with pronunciation. Um, <laughs> Woody Harrelson, Amelia Clark, Donald Glover, Paul Bettany. Holy shit. Thank you. Give him some Paul love. Paul Bettany yeah. as Vision himself. Vision himself yep. as the Viz. The Viz. 100% villain. Um, so Phil Lord and Christopher Miller started the track as directors. Ron Howard took over after they were fired. Reshot 70% of the movie. Um, but honestly, like highlighted this movie for me was were side characters side characters of this movie yep. it wasn't even han solo like he did a good job like i feel like he's yeah he's fine but woody harrelson's tobias beckett and donald glover's lando Calrissian was fucking phenomenal oh, as this movie lover nailed it you can't even dream of a better casting choice than donald, donald glover, glover nailed it lando. perfect it's yeah. like, absolutely oh my he, God. he's so he's good. rumored to reprise the role too in some of these disney he should and, and he yeah, he's absolutely getting a lando, show. Getting a lando yeah. show he should get a lando a specific show 100 and the i hope it's like you remember the uh in the in solo where he's like the calrissian chronicles i hope yeah. every single episode of that show starts off like that yep like this episode of Cal anyway. Oh man, he knocked it he out of the did. park. He totally did. Loved him as Lando Carissian. Um the only scene that I have a gripe with, the only scene was when L three thirty seven died and was shot. I felt like that was like completely out of Lando Carissian's character. It was almost yeah. cringeworthy for me to watch that scene because knowing yeah. growing up with Lando, 
Lando Calrissian as Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. He was a cold-blooded guy. He literally sold out his friends to the Empire to make more money. Literally did that. (laughs) So why would he get sappy about losing a droid? (laughs) I I know. There's some inconsistencies. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... I just think it's it's director transition. I think you see that a lot with the newer trilogy, particularly with like Ab- Abrams directing one, then a new director, you know, Ryan Johnson directing uh, this middle one. And then this one, it's like you have different directors, you get different feels and you just have these character. The characters never feel the same in yeah. different directed movies yeah. for the most part, I think. And that's why I like. Nolan's Batman works so well and things right. like that, you know, because you, Lord yeah. of the Rings, That's Peter Jackson. It's consistency. It, yeah. You can know everything about yeah. the character. Every, you know, you can read everything about him, but there's certain things that you just won't understand. Exactly. That the previous director did. Exactly. And I feel like um, for uh, not solo, not these like extra movies. But for Force Awakens, I feel like it was a pretty good transition. Like, I I wasn't, like, terribly, you know, like, thrown out because of this. Um, The one good thing I could say about the whole L337 shot was they did tie it back into some, like, Star Wars lore. Um, When the character dies in the film, her consciousness and data are uploaded to the Millennium Falcon, which serves as, like, a throwback to the other mm-hmm. Star Wars films where C-3PO is like, I think you had the most peculiar tire. <laughs> was that the Scarecrow from Wizard of Oz? Just did? <laughs> Dude, interchangeable. Interchangeable, those two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good. Yeah, I, I saw this one opening night too and I, I was a little off-put by it at first, but, you know, I, I thought it felt a little like clunky to, to start, but I just kept watching it. And then it was kind of at the same time that I was watching um, rebels, one of the animated shows and then seeing mall yeah. come into yeah. that at the end of solo. And there's a story flushed out with him in, in that show. I highly recommend that show, but um, there's a story and it kind of ties into his appearance in solo. So that, that mm. amplifies it for me too. And so, um, man, that, 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 that's a great choice. I, I love yeah. that movie so much. It's just, it's another one where like I feel like I keep talking about the humor, but the humor is next oh, level in that movie too. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> with how with how uh, Han and Chewie meet and then they have to shower together <laughs> and then he tells him his name. He's like, I'm not gonna call you that. How about just Chewie? <laughs> <laughs> speaking Wookiee back to him. Oh so, my god, yeah. it's great. Well, what do yeah. you think? I, I feel I don't like, like it. I don't like it as much as you guys yeah, do. I don't yeah. hate it. I feel like I like it more than the vast majority of people okay. do, though. I thought I was yeah. gonna be the one that maybe liked it the most. Like people fucking hate this. Movie. Oh, they hate they it. Hate it. Hate yeah. it. Just give it time. People just want to hate on hate stuff. It. Just give it time. I people were ripping the Force Awakens apart, I, and then now they're like, "Hey, that was a pretty good." I movie. think it's like, just give it time. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, it's got some really good stuff in it. I think. I think. Yeah. Like the guy who plays Han, I think is fine. Mm. Um, he's not, you know, lights out phenomenal, but he's good. Um, I like Amelia Clark. I love Aaron Kellyman, who's got the small role. Yep. 
Um, she was just in the Falcon Winter Soldier show too, playing like another masked mysterious character that she does in this movie. <laughs> oh yeah, she plays uh, Enfys. Yeah, 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 Enfys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 she's yep. really good yep. in a smaller role. Yeah, I mean, I always love Paul Bettany. Um, it, it's just I don't know. It, I, maybe it's comparing it to these other movies. Um, yeah, but yeah. It, it doesn't have that same allure to me. Um, I loved Lando as, as uh, like mm-hmm. you said, I think mm-hmm. Donald Glover's perfect casting. It's just one that I haven't gone back and revisited so many times because I didn't love it as much. I mean, we talk spinoffs, just the two spinoffs. I think Rogue One is clearly miles ahead of this one. And yep. Oh, yeah. It's fine, yeah, yeah. but um, I, I think you guys like it more than me. Yeah, we'll say I, the last thing I'll say on that. I think I think Alden did such a good job at trying to honor the character of Han and not trying to do a Harrison Ford impression kind of thing. Yeah, so, no, yeah, I agree. Totally that was, agree. Yeah, totally you can't over time that kind of when you play a younger version of yeah. the character. Like I look at myself from three years ago and I'm like, I fucking hate that. Person. That's not how I sounded or acted. <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, it, it's uh, yeah, I completely get it. So, all right, cool. All right, uh, moving on to my number three. We've already talked about it. My number three is A New Hope. Um, we talked about, you know, I think is the most fun of the trilogy, mm. set the tone for everything, changed the way movies are made in so many ways. And, um, you know, I think the only story that I didn't tell that I thought was cool is that Peter Mayhew and David Prowse were given a choice as to which giant character they wanted to play. <laughs> and one said I wanted to play a good guy and one said I wanted to play a bad guy. <laughs> so they're like, okay, you play Vader and you play Chewie. Yeah, just the, that's amazing. Just <laughs> the nonchalantness of that cracked me up. But, um, and the my big gripe of the movie, which finally gets resolved in Rise of Skywalker, Chewie not getting a medal is fucking blasphemous. Ah, uh, dude. But finally they write that shit later and, yeah. and he gets his medal. But uh, Do you know whose medal he gets? No, whose medal does he get? He, he gets Hans medal. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Even sadder. Yeah, even, even sadder. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> also something. Yeah. I, his yeah. best friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Buddy. Um, Obi-Wan and Leia never met in this movie. They never meet. That was crazy to me when I just read it. I was like, I never thought of that. I never but thought of that. Th- that's crazy. They never meet. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Well, we talked about it plenty, so we'll move on. But my number three is a new hope. So nice. Let's move on to Adam's number two. A movie we have not talked about yet. Number two. Revenge of the <sighs> Sith is a goddamn masterpiece. <laughs> what what a movie. <laughs> I absolutely love this movie. And there's 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 part of it where, you know, this was I, I saw opening weekend when I was in fifth grade and so on and so on. And it's, you know, fun nostalgic. to watch. And it's nostalgic. great lightsaber yeah. duels and it's nostalgic. But again, I, I've said this about other things, but like as I've gotten older and as I've watched, truthfully, as I've watched the Clone Wars TV show and stuff, it's like it's just gone to a whole whole other level. Um yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, I have some some highlights for sure. Every single second of the opening scene with the uh, Jedi speeders, they're going to uh, rescue the Chancellor. Everything about that is just everything we wanted of Anakin is at the beginning of that movie. He's this amazing Jedi. He's everything that he was supposed to be. You're seeing that on screen finally. He's not you know some whiny angsty kid that you saw in Attack of the Clones. He's like. He's confident. He's, you know, wearing all black. He's looking good. Mm. Got the long hair. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
again, I can't I can't stress this enough how much um, the Clone Wars show really sets up um, this movie and fills in some of the gaps sure. and you know adds more to the weight of of his eventual turn with um, with Obi Wan and kind of everything he went through from having a Padawan in that show. Um, the lightsaber duels are fantastic, minus the beginning of the Mace Windu Palpatine one with all the other Jedi who just get cut down immediately. Like, what the fuck? WTF, man. Fuck? Like, really? They're masters. Oh, no. Come on. Like, how? Oh. Uh, there's some there's some bad CGI in, in, in this movie, too. But um, I will say, like, the, the 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 tragedy grows kind of like it, it gets sadder and sadder with every watch and his his turn kind of feels quickly at the begin like the first couple times you watch it but um it's 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 really complex even within the movie even without some of the things i had said it's like at the beginning um anakin kills dooku and palpatine tells him he was too dangerous mm-hmm. to be left mm-hmm. alive later on he sees mace windu and palpatine fighting and mace repeats the same line directed at Palpatine this kind of further solidifies that Anakin understands that there's no real difference between the Jedi and yeah. the Sith from a certain point yeah. of view and all in all he chooses to save Padme and you know he has to stick to that choice and kind of fall into Palpatine's plan who you know obviously was pulling the strings the whole time um, and then eventually goes down the path of kind of seeing um, how attainable power is so that kind of starts to corrupt him on top of you know maybe some some regret about his decision and just kind of losing his way. Um, the end of this movie is beyond amazing order 66, the music, the tragedy, the duels, the duel, the fates, the soundtrack, the score, the fucking lightsaber battle with Anakin and Obi-Wan is amazing and beautiful and epic and sad. And, um, and it's, yeah. And then another, another cool parallel uh, towards the end of this movie is, um, kind of how Anakin and Padme are on the operating tables at the same time. It's like in my head canon, uh, Palpatine is taking Padme's life to save Anakin's. Yeah. And, you know, he would have a hold on him forever because yeah. he kept him alive. And um, it's just, oh, this 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 movie has gone better. And truthfully, like was it when I was writing this list, I kept flip-flopping uh, Empire and Revenge of the Sith. But um, I was trying to think back to some of the gaps that were filled in with, with that show and kind of watching mm. it more um recently and yeah so number two long-winded explanation but number two is definitely revenge of the sith for me wait oh i i'm glad you liked it adam (laughs) (laughs) what do you not like let's 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 air it out what do we got i'll start with this one i'll start with this one i think that it's by far the best of the original trilogy oh it's one i do yep. not hate i i like it way way better than episodes one and two <laughs> particularly the last half of the movie i mean the fact that obi-wan kenobi is standing six inches on higher ground than anakin skywalker so that means that the fight is over is just <laughs> hey, it's like six feet you know he's keeping his socially social distance <laughs> I have the high ground now. I yeah. am the yeah. high ground. No, I, I actually really do like. I mean, I actually really do like the second half of this movie. Um, I I do think that you're uh, you hit a spot that I agree with. I think the transition is pretty quick. Um, it's just like you killed younglings and now you're bad and like it, there's just 
But you know what's interesting about this is our difference in ages. And that's I think the biggest thing, Will. I, I think, think it's that's huge. The biggest thing. I think it has yeah. so much to do with it. Um and and it's not even like gigantic like you know yeah. uh but even you know that age difference that we do have I think plays a part in it. And I think that's fine. And I'm not a total I'm probably coming off like I am, but I'm not a total prequel hater. Like I don't despise them like other people do. If I'm doing a Star Wars watch, I will watch them. Yeah. I consider them yeah, part of, of these nine movies. But a lot of people don't. A lot of people are like, no, I'll never watch those. They suck. Oh, come on. Um, but this is the best of the three. I think this is where Hayden Christensen really steps up as an actor because 100%. I don't think he's great. Uh, well, he's really yep, not in the first agreed. one too much. But um honestly think that was uh, the screenplay. Honestly, think I think it's it's better reason. written than the other two. Yeah. I mean, it's this like, one's better written. Yep. It's like being called the best smelling fart. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when you're on. Mustafar, no, it is. It is. It is. It is much better. <laughs> no, it is much better than the other two. I, I actually enjoy the transition of episode three and episode four a lot. Mm. I think you start getting yeah. the Star Wars yeah. feels in the second half of this movie pretty substantially. And I think for someone who doesn't really enjoy them, I think this trilogy can sometimes be overly criticized. I think it's like the, the cliche mm. thing to do and to just say they suck. And so give me some examples as to why. And if people watch the second half of this movie and the transition from episode three to episode four, I don't think they'll feel that way because I think it's very strong and powerful and even the scene i was making fun of is awesome at the end with, mm-hmm. with obi-wan and and anakin and um yeah. you know natalie portman's heartbreaking scene my heart is breaking yeah. and like it's all i do love the i don't know if you guys remember the mtv movie award spoof of that <laughs> scene with jimmy fallon uh youtube it it's hilarious <laughs> they like spoofed it on like the mtv movie awards and like whatever that was 2003 or when did this movie come out 2005, 2005, yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, But uh, yeah, I I don't hate it. It's nowhere near my, you know, it's not my top five, but I think it's definitely the best of the uh, the prequels. A lot of good stuff there. Again, I think Hayden Christensen stepped up here. If I could go back and change those trilogies, I would cast someone different. I would cast a stronger actor. Whoa! <laughs> but hold on, hey, this is a lot. What about how awesome Ewan McGregor oh. was as honoring Alec Guinness and yes. his performance? It's like yeah. he was great. I agree. In one. Yes. He was great in two, but he stole the motherfucking <laughs> unbelievable in three. So Completely agree. One hundred percent agree with that. So good. Completely agree. Ewan McGregor's a, such a strong actor, oh. and I just don't. Hayden Christensen is just not that character is so iconic yeah. and he's not bad. It's not like he's bad, but yeah. I want yeah. an all time performance. Mm-hmm. If I'm talking to Darth Vader, you want an Adam driver. I want an Adam. Exactly. I, I even You're want better than that. <laughs> when we're talking about Darth, Darth Vader, so, so Darth Vader, you're talking yeah. about, that's what Darth I feel like Vader. people don't understand when they defend hating Christensen or people are over, overly criticizing, overly criticism of him. Like they just like, Overly critical of him. <laughs> Don't understand. Overly criticism. <laughs> They're so hurtful. Yeah, they are, and like they he's not bad. Feelings. He's fine. He's fine in the role, and like I said, I yeah. think he does a better job as the 
as the trilogy goes along. Honestly, but I just, the problem. Yeah, I think you need an all time, all time actor in that role. The problem with three yeah. stems from episode two. Yeah, the it does. The whole problem with three stems from two because you did not set up this character well. You did not set him up from this this kid that came from Tatooine from nowhere. He's from exactly we talk cylindrical. Yeah. Um, he did not start well, or at least in my opinion, he did start well from episode one, but did not continue that. Two does two. take a break in character development. It to does be this action yep. movie. Yeah. It does. Absolutely. You lose yep. the character development of Darth Vader in episode two from episode one to episode three. There's this yep. like void. And all of a sudden you have this amazing character in episode three that you were like, what the fuck happened in episode <laughs> two? Much, yeah. <laughs> like who the, yeah. I don't agree I, with this guy. I want to like Anakin Skywalker in episode two and I don't like him. I hate him. Yeah. You want to like him like you did in episode one and episode three, but you don't like him. It's just like, yeah, I, I hate this fucking character. And all of a sudden in episode three, you're supposed to care about this guy that started at the top and, and fell Again, Adam, yeah. I'm going to agree with you. This is why Clone Wars is very important. I have a hard time watching. Please give it a yeah. watch. I have a hard time watching it because of the like just bit the the CGI of it. Just like I have a hard time watching it. But it is yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. It does continue the story. And it gives you yeah. a little bit better perspective on Anakin Skywalker than yeah. two does. Yeah, probably Yeah, without without spoiling that show, it kinda you, you see a flip relationship where Anakin has a Padwan in that show. Yeah, so he kind of yeah. understands that relationship and how he's failing in certain ways there and failing mm. to live up to, you know, his potential with, with being Obi-Wan's Padawan and all apprentice and all this stuff. It's yeah, it, it fills in a lot of a lot of gaps that, you know, after I finished the Clone Wars and after this most recent season, it skyrocketed mm. this movie for me because, you know, in the in between years between um uh, episode three and episode seven, when those were released, like all we had was, was the, the six of them. And I was like, well, I don't really like the prequels, even though I grew up yeah. with them. I was like, the original trilogy is always better, but yep. that show and, um, you know, having that flushed out a little bit more and kind of fill in some of the, the gaps from, from episode two into three, like really just skyrocketed this, this movie for me. So yep. That's a yeah. yeah. That's, that's a strong number two. I, for I know. Me. I I feel like we would have had a high prequel. I knew this was coming. Um, yep. And now we are on to Wayne's number two. Oh, number two for me. We talked about with Adams number five. It's Rogue One, two thousand sixteen. Um, Gareth Edwards, I feel like did a great job bringing in Star Wars to a modern age. He gave us the cinematography we were looking for. Oh, my God, the cinematography, the color. Beautiful movie. Beautiful <laughs> oh, movie. So good. Yeah. Felicity yep. Jones, Diego Luna, which, like I said, y tu mama también. Uh, you just wanted to say that again. You uh, just God, I love to saying that, that movie. Busted. Y tu mama también, which was directed yeah. by Alfonso Curreon. Um, so good. 
Uh, I was yeah. expecting him to make out with a dude at some point in time, but wishful thinking. Wishful thinking. <laughs> um, ben Mendelsohn, Donnie Yen, Mads Michelson, Alan Tudyk, Riz Ahmed. So good. I can't. Ben Mendelsohn's an all-time villain oh. character. He... Forrest Whitaker too. Forrest Whitaker, yes. Yeah, yeah. Whitaker, yeah. Saw Guerrero. Yeah. Also in the Clone Wars TV show, yeah. another right. Cool exactly. He's got yeah. a better the story flushed out in there. Kind of yeah. see why the way he is in, in Rogue One. Exactly, which is why I feel like he's a uh, weaker character in Rogue One, but a stronger yeah. character in Clone yeah. Wars, because Rogue One yep. was kind of like. Hey, y'all know this dude from Clone Wars. Here he is. Guess what? Um, but, you know, I, a couple of things I wanted to, like, talk about this movie. It is uh, one of the most expensive films ever made because of the reshoots. Uh, at least $200 million went into this movie. Um, well worth it. They got it right. Well worth it. They got it exactly. right. Exactly. I I agree with both of you on this. Very well worth the reshoot. Great job. Um, Wonderful color. Wonderful cinematography. Wonderful story. Wonderful acting. Solid all around good Star Wars movie. I hope, I hope to see more Star Wars movies in this kind of, uh, in this, feel in this uh yeah kind of direction you will rogue squadron i hope coming out in yeah. a little while i'm a big fan with the uh the the wonder woman director right patty uh, jenkins, patty doing jenkins. jenkins. Yeah. yeah yeah i feel like that's going to be right yep. up your alley yep. yeah totally. that should be exactly what you're totally. looking for yeah yeah uh yeah i i think uh and when i said ben mendelson is an all-time villain I don't mean his character in this movie. I mean Ben Mendelsohn as an actor, as an all-time villain actor. Oh yeah, he's, he's just totally such a great a bad guy, yeah. and yeah, yep, uh, he's uh, he's great. I'm a big fan of his. Um, all right, so that brings me to my number two. Uh, we talked about it. Empire Strikes Back is my number yep. two on the list. Irvin um, Kershner, you know, we talked about it again on the sequels episode. I do think it's it's the best of the original trilogy. It's probably the best, but obviously not my favorite because it's my number two. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the one thing I did find out today is that Irvin Kershner, Wayne, directed uh, the fake Bond movie, Never Say Never Again. It was Irvin Kershner as well. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Never Say Never Again. Never he also directed Ro- He also directed RoboCop 2. Imagine going from directing Empire Strikes Back <laughs> oh to being like, God. yeah, I'll direct RoboCop 2. Um, but yeah, Empire Strikes Back, my number two. Nice. Let's move on. Because we talked about those already and get into our number ones. Mm. Adam Walker. Oh, snap. My favorite, again, let's preface, it's not the best. Empire is the best. My favorite is The Last Jedi. Holy shit. Episode eight. <laughs> there you go. So this is I got a, I got a lot. Whoa. <laughs> this is, I think, the most controversial Controversial Star Wars movie. Controversial number one. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Like, you love it or you fucking hate it. Like, yeah, it's it's polarizing. Polarizing, absolutely. It's either really love it or really hate it. I love that you picked this one. Without 
love yeah, it. It's, see, I, I see, I, I hate it. it, but it's because it's so polarized. <laughs> no, I but, hate it too. I, I, I wanted it to too, be. <laughs> I want to know what he thinks. I uh, I wanted to be completely honest, and yeah. you know, it's it's truthfully truthfully my favorite. And you know, I as you, as I explained, I, I I grew up with these, and I really value mm. Star Wars, and like it's always something that you know gets me through tough times or really just really sure. excites me mm. and I, I go crazy over sure. it. But I, I truthfully adore this movie. And in my opinion, it has the best thing, cinematography and the best score. I thought Ryan Johnson and um, his team and John Williams knocked it out of the park with the look, like maybe you can disagree about, you know, some of the stuff within the movie, but it is one of the most aesthetically pleasing and beautiful Star Wars movies and the score is just out of this world. Um, there's, I, I, you know, I like this, this, at an, it was an interesting time where the force awakens had come out and you were left with such a cliffhanger and I didn't know kind of where they would want right. to go next and how they would follow up such a, such a crazy story. Like, like we saw, but they picked it up right where it left off. The opening is, you know, right on Octu. you pick up, you know, right with Luke and everything, but I just fell in love with it. The, the, the first time I saw it opening night and it was just so different. It subvert, it subverted so many expectations that I had and so many ways you know, I thought this movie would go. It just, it didn't. And I found myself really enjoying that kind of breath of fresh air for, for me. Again, yeah. this is all my opinion. You know, people make their own people read on Twitter and Reddit, whatever they want about, about this movie. Yeah. But it just was like a breath of fresh air for Star Wars for me. It wasn't, you know, as much as I love The Force Awakens, and I do a whole mm. lot, it felt familiar yeah. in oh, some yeah. ways, but also fresh sure. as we talked about. I do about. agree with that. This, this is the most just... unique Star Wars movie there is. Yeah, I, I agree so. with that. And, and that, I agree that just that. landed yeah. with me yeah. so perfectly where I just was enamored with Ray's perform with Daisy Ridley's performance, with Adam Driver's performance was spectacular in this movie. This is his best showing, in, in my opinion. Like, you know, with the helmet on, without the helmet on, back and forth. It's just, it's spectacular. And it's so metaphorical for how he hides behind it in The Force Awakens, and he's not sure of himself. And then this one, he's kind of confident, doesn't need it, feels like he doesn't need it, smashes it in the elevator. Yeah. And it just, everything about this this movie landed with me. And I guess I'm in the minority <laughs> yeah. here. But um, uh. there's there's a million scenes, the throne room scene with the turn where uh, uh, Kylo kills Snoke. Oh, that was so good. Just, yeah. And then Ray catches the saber out of yeah, the air. That was good. Um, and then they fight together. Uh, the Holdo maneuver where she sends it through the, the Super Star Destroyer through the yeah. Dreadnought. And the, the movie theater was just silent. You could hear a pin drop, and it was like a jaw-dropping, absolutely amazing scene. I thought Leia was fantastic in this movie. Yeah. And it was so sad, too. Like That's another important thing for me. It was like, Carrie had just passed away. This yeah. movie came out and it's just like that emotion added it added a whole other level to me where I still think about that time in my life too. And, you know, um, and like a real aspect of it, I have lost some family members kind of after this movie had come out and Luke's line, no one's ever really gone, just kind of hits home with me. Yeah. And the, the, the battle on crate is fantastic. And Luke does like the most Jedi thing possible and force projects himself in like the most passive way and avoids, you know, conflict. And, um, I have a lot more on this (laughs) too, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys jump Uh, in really quick too. (laughs) I, 
for me, this movie, I, I get that it's unique and I actually respect that about it. And I do think it's very, I like I said, most polarizing, most controversial Star Wars movie I think there is. Um, for me, there's just a couple. I just think flat out in the middle of this movie is boring. I think that um, Rose, the forcefulness of Rose on us is brutal. Um, yeah, I, I got nothing. For <laughs> <that>. <laughs> and she's actually like a good actor too. I like kind of I want to like her, but the character is just so forced on us. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I wanted more out of the Snoke storyline, and I wanted more out of the Luke storyline. Mm-hmm. I thought that, be- particularly because he was not in the first one at yeah. all, I wanted so much more. Yeah out of the Luke Skywalker storyline, maybe even into movie three than I got out of this movie. And, uh, you know, like I said, for me, it's just this middle part that just dragged and dragged and dragged. I think that there's a lot of good in this and it's, I do agree with the look of this movie. Uh, Ryan Johnson or Rian Johnson. I don't know how you say it, but he actually, I think the the next movie he directed was knives out, which is like my favorite movie the last five years. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's, incredible that movie i can watch over and over again it is so up my alley and it's a totally different movie but it's also totally appeasing to watch like mm-hmm. it takes place in just one mansion essentially mm-hmm. and it's so yeah. good on the eyes that movie. game of clue. yeah it, essentially it's clue <laughs> it's clue, it's clue. Yeah, exactly it's my favorite game ever so which is why i love it and yeah. <laughs> so i do agree with the look of the movie and i do respect him taking leaps on trying to do something completely different of it this is where I, yeah. I go back to the different directors in it. I really wish Abrams just yeah, did the whole trilogy yeah. because I feel like maybe if he if maybe if Ryan Johnson did the first, this one makes more sense. Mm. Or maybe if, you know, Abrams did all three, it makes more sense. This one feels out of place. And uh, maybe we won't talk about Rise of Skywalker. It sounds like maybe we won't have it on our list. But um, I think that suffered because of the break in directors in the middle because mm. Abrams tried to do some some retcon work on what Ryan Johnson did in the second, mm-hmm. and then it kind of fell out of place in the third. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of good stuff in the third. I like the third more than I do the second, but I felt like it didn't. The trilogy didn't flow because of that break in directing. And you can have, I mean, the first, the original trilogy really didn't have that feel. Like the feel yeah. was pretty consistent across three yeah. directors. Lucas's yeah. involvement's probably a big part of that. Sure. Um, but I think this movie in modern day movie making where you have all these directors who have pretty pigeonholed minds on what their view is. When you break up a trilogy with a new director, I think it suffers. And I think that's the problem here. And I don't think it's his fault and I don't think it's Abram's fault. I think it's the decision to go with different directors yeah. in a trilogy. Yeah. I agree with that too. You're kind of setting setting up a challenge. I won't say you're setting up for, for failure, yeah. but you're setting up a very tough task kind of breaking it up and abrams wasn't even the you know planned director for nine it was supposed to be colin gerard yeah he he did we'll we'll, we'll talk some more about episode nine but um yeah i i i kind of differ with you where i felt seven and eight flowed really nicely for me um where you know the story is like we we take the characters that we really liked in seven and then I've, i've seen ryan explain this where he puts like an angel and a devil on each character's shoulder. So for Finn, 
the angel would be Rose, mm-hmm. the devil would be DJ. Rose is like, you have to be involved. You have to be involved with the rebellion. Mm-hmm. We need you. DJ's like, nah, man, don't don't join. Don't get involved. And that was Tim's whole MO mm-hmm. in episode seven was, you know, I got to get out of the first order. I got to run away from them. I can't, but he's being pulled in because of Ray and, you know, Poe mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. And then he's like, got, you know, a choice to make. He's got both of them on his shoulders. And with, with Kylo, it's like, he's got Luke and he's got mm-hmm. Ray, like, and, or Snoke, he's got good and bad pulling at him in both directions. And Ray's got Kylo and Luke on yeah. her shoulders. And Poe has, you know, Leia and, um, and, uh, yeah, he's got, he's got a lot kind of pulling at him too. And it's that, that, that worked for me. It landed for me, but I totally understand mm-hmm. your, your point. And I think, you know, having a consistent director throughout, like whoever it, it would have been, yeah. would have been, been a little more fluid, but yeah. I think my my gap lies between eight and nine, where yours is kind of between seven and eight, yep. and so that that's that's perfect. Yeah, and I think there's big yeah. gaps in the both of them, and I think it's just because these fucking directors are so fucking. My way is the highway. Like Disney had much of a plan. Yeah, it's like well, we yeah, got these characters, yeah. we got the rights. Let's make a bunch. Yeah, of Yeah, because you're right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be three different directors at first, and I know yeah. uh, Colin Trevorrow, like you said, he was doing the Jurassic World movies. At the time, he did the first two uh, Chris Pratt Jurassic World yeah. movies. Um, there's just gaps in between, like I said. But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I totally, totally hear you. It's, a, it's totally. a good perspective. And like I said, it's it's totally interesting movie to debate because there are such yeah. these polarizing opinions where like, you know, I kind of want to watch it again now because this is one of the movies I didn't rewatch because I know just I remember being so disappointed mm-hmm. after watching this movie in the mm-hmm. theater. And but movie opinions change over time for sure. And, yeah. and, you know, like you said, we mentioned return of the Jedi when you're younger and how you feel about it now. So, and, uh, yeah. you know, so, you know, I think it's worth a rewatch for sure. But for me, it was disappointing at the time. It's not my least favorite star Wars movie by any means. Um, it's attack of the clones, isn't it? We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll, <see>. um, <laughs> we'll get there, but, uh, yeah. All right, so that we're moving on now to Wayne's number one. My number one, uh, we did talk about already. Um, episode five, Empire Strikes Back, nineteen eighty, is my number one. Uh, Will, what's your number one? My number one is probably going to be surprising to some people. Um, Wayne, it was your number two, but I'm going to rogue one up you. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, is my favorite Star Wars movie ever made. Um, And we talked about it a couple of times already, and I'll just say this. I think if you take away the Star Wars out of all these movies, Mm -hmm. this movie's the most up my alley. Like I said, it's, it's, you know, a spy thriller at times. It's a caper at times. And this movie, without the Star Wars lore behind it, is is my favorite movie out of all these, my favorite type of movie out of all mm. these movies. And, you know, from start to finish, this movie hooked me. It was so surprising to me because it was really the first big Star Wars spinoff, right? And I think it surprised a lot of people, and I still think there's a lot of people who haven't seen it. Um, but it is, uh, it's a borderline masterpiece for me. It's, it's like, you know, we talked about the look of the movie, and um, it's so rewatchable for me, and it's so, again... The fact if you know Star Wars, you know what happens and it's still shocking is just masterfully done. 
And Adam said it best in the beginning, you know, when he first mentioned, I was like, yep, that's what I'm going to talk about with my number one movie. And we talked about it (laughs) with Adam. Yeah, it does. It does. It's so great. It's one of my favorite endings to a movie ever. And uh, Rogue One, a Star Wars story is my number one movie. Nice. All right. You ever sit sit down and watch them back to back, Rogue Rogue One and Episode Four? Yeah, that's a fun act. Yeah, you just go right into that. Rick. Oh yeah, everyone's dead. Let's start over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Happy ending. Yeah, there's a happy yeah. ending to Rogue One. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like the Avengers Infinity War dusting before the Infinity War dusting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like if you went yep. from if it just started at Episode One, if it went sequential order, that's really what it would have been. You yeah. know what I mean? It would have been that shocking that like. You know, um, but yeah, that's funny. Um, all right. So I'm going to ask Wayne and Adam some questions. Now. Mm-hmm. We got a little Qui-Gon quintessential questions. We're just going to talk about some overall overarching Star Wars questions for you both. Uh, are we starting at number 20 or number one? We got 20 questions. Tw- here. 20. Starting Two, at 20. Okay. Two zero. Okay, so I'm going to ask them both a couple questions, and we're going to rapid fire these. Some, mm-hmm. like I said, general Star Wars questions encompassing all these eleven movies. Mm-hmm. Adam goes Adam. first. Adam goes first. Yeah. We're going to start with you, Ooh. Adam. Rebel or Empire? Rebel. Rebel for me as well. Favorite space battle? Scarif. Hmm. Mine was the uh, Star Wars A New Hope. Don't get cocky. <laughs> Favorite land battle? Geonosis. Hoth. Lightsaber? In all its glory, Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Oh, shit, that's a good one. But I'm going to have to go with uh, uh, Mace Windu's. <laughs> Uh, got that can i have purple yes, yes. you can purple, purple purple is my purple is my favorite color uh, I'm yeah, nice totally. as well. uh favorite ship uh did i mention kylo ren already? <laughs> yeah kylo ren's tie <laughs> silencer <laughs> in episode three <laughs> or excuse me in episode eight this oh is my adam just wow. so you know this is beginning to sound like how i talk about ryan gosling <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we're we're both Adam and kind of modes sure. of transportation. He's Adam Driver. I'm Adam Walker. We're just kind of on the same page, oh you know. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, both six two. You know. What can we twins. say? Uh, twins. Twins. Uh, Wayne, wish. your favorite ship? Millennium Falcon. Of course. I like it. I mean, absolutely. I like it. Um, lightsaber battle. Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi versus Darth Maul. I actually don't like that movie, but I like that answer. Wayne? Ooh, same. 100% same. Wow. Yes. 100% the music. same. Oh, the yep. music. Best if I one. ever need to feel like I, if I, if I ever need to run through a brick wall, just throw a duel. Exactly. I'm <laughs> yeah. good to go. Uh, favorite one-liner quote? I, I said it before, but I'll say it again. When 900 years old, you reach look as good, you will not. <laughs> I like it. Mine's a Wayne. long one. Um, it's the ship that made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. I've outrun Imperial starships. Not the local bulk cruisers, mind you. I'm talking the big Corellian ships now. 
She's fast enough for you, old man. Yeah. She might not look like much, but she's got it where it counts. Where it counts. <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly a one-liner, but we'll take it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a few. <laughs> Favorite droid, Adam? Uh, BD-1 from the video game uh, Jedi Fallen nice. Order. Oh, look, at, he's going video games oh, on he's now. going VGs. Had to throw one in he's there. getting nerdier as he <laughs> drinks more. <laughs> Wayne? Favorite droid? K2SO from Rogue One. Ooh, yeah. Good choice. Yep. yep. Hey, let's not get too fancy here. R2D2. Okay. okay. Um, if you were stuck in hyperspace, who would you want to be stuck with? There's one answer, and he's about this tall. His name is Grogu. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, the, man, would that be The fun. child. <laughs> the child. Wayne, what's your answer? I want to be stuck with Leia. Uh, okay so oh my god I'm gonna get a little bit more creepy yeah probably (laughs) I was gonna say specific and I was gonna go with Jabba the Hutt prisoner Leia Um, but yes Uh, so yes you're right I was gonna get Leia Uh, I did not write these questions, so they're making me laugh. Now. <laughs> Favorite death by hole slash shaft slash pit. Adam, your favorite death by hole <laughs> or shaft or pit. Can you be more specific? <laughs> <laughs> pit. Pit. Uh, it was Palpatine until they brought him back. Okay. But yeah. Anyway. The, the, su- the Vader suplex into the uh, into the. Mm-hmm. Pit there. That was good. The old sheave toss down <laughs> the, the reactor old shack. Sheave toss. That was like how Andre the Giant, I think. That was his yeah. finishing move. He just lifted yeah. the people over their head. He did. Yep. Yeah. What about you, Wayne? Boba Fett's disastrous fall <laughs> to a eating <laughs> hole. This hole eats you, literally. Uh, try to watch that scene with Benny Hill music playing. Like. <laughs> But I again, we just picked two deaths that weren't deaths, right? Yeah. Totally. But we didn't know yeah. it was a death. I had no idea that was a death. Yep. True. In the movie, it's, it's a, a death. death. It's a death. <laughs> it's a death scene. All right. Favorite location, planet, etc. Uh, that's got to be Takodana from uh, Episode Seven, where Maz's castle is. Oh, that planet. Yeah, sweet. Just looks good like choice. Pacific Northwest. Lots of trees. Lots sure. of lakes. Mountains. Looks good. Yep. I'm in. Wayne? Uh, for me, it's Naboo timeshare opportunities. Like, I would totally <laughs> take a timeshare on Naboo. Well, underwater underwater breathing apparatus? Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. We talked about this already. Could be yours. <laughs> Free with any they timeshare. They come with yeah. Airbnbs. They're on there. They're right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Don't get the one in Gungan City, no. though. No, no, no. <laughs> Since we're all living in the Northeast, I, we already suffer enough. So let's just live on Hoth. I'm going with Hoth. As well. yeah. <laughs> going as Hoth. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who would win in a fight with himself? Anakin Skywalker or Darth Vader? This might be my favorite one, but I think the answer is pretty clear. Darth Vader <sighs> with the preface, Ooh. hate makes you stronger. Nice. So. I'm going to go with youth on this one. I'm going to say Anakin Skywalker. 
I think you're crazy. I'm going with Adam. Darth all day, man. Oh, wow. Come on. Okay. Especially with that little scrawny bitch in it, or Hayden Christensen playing him. Come on, let's be real. <laughs> He's going to jump over your ass. You want to jump <laughs> yeah, right yeah. over is your ass. Is that a jumper? Power. Is that a jumper reference? Dude, it's <laughs> totally going to freaking flip right over your ass and slice you. Uh, uh, that's funny. Um, Jedi or Sith? So opposite of my Rebel Empire, I'm picking the Sith on this one. 100% Jedi for me. All right. Ewan McGregor or Alec Guinness? Ewan motherfucking McGregor. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree with that. Ewan McGregor on this. I love... But he does such a great job of, of honoring Alex exactly. too. So there's, you know, a little yeah, of both. That's why the question gets a little bit difficult. Amazing. And I hate to be the person yeah. that's just like, OG, 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 but Alec Guinness. Okay, uh, all right, for, that's good. I gotta go Alec Guinness. Uh, Alien Race. I'm going. I'm going Biff on this one. So that's the Cantina band. I mean, oh. if you need good music, those are the guys to call. They know how to write the hits. Bangers. Nothing but bangers coming out of that Cantina. Nothing but bangers. Do you think they? Do you think those guys have like the same like downs as normal bands? Like, God, dude, we've been playing like bars forever, dude. Like. <laughs> Are we ever are we gonna, gonna make, make the big time? Yeah, what are you the amphitheater the outside, time, dude? <laughs> like yeah. Mos Eisley has a great amphitheater. Let's like let's <laughs> kill it, bro. Yeah. All right. My favorite alien race is by far one hundred percent the Ewoks. <laughs> I want to <laughs> just love them forever. I just want forty of them in my house running around. <laughs> This is the most predictable answer I could have ever expected in my life. Just oh, my you. God. Uh, I just want to, pick them up. I want to pick them up under the armpits and like hold them. And just be like, Especially the small ones, like yeah. I talked about. Yeah. Just hold them. <laughs> Very good. I would go Wookiee. Um, favorite score, song, theme, I guess is a good way to put it. Kylo Ren al- arrives at battle. And that's the name, so you can look it up on Spotify. It's when he's coming out of the ship in episode seven. Obviously, his theme is throughout the uh, sequels. Like the opening scene when he comes out of the ship for the first time? Oh, yeah. Premiere. That's a great scene. Uh, Max von Sydow, who dies in that scene, who Gary Oldman almost played, by the way. Wow. Um, Really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like one scene, but it's obviously like a very kind of powerful yeah, opening powerful. scene. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, and Max von Sydow is great in it. He played like the three eyed Raven in Game of Thrones. Yep. And I think he passed away. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's awesome in that. That's a great scene. Yeah. That's that good choice. brief yeah. scene is so, so yeah, great. But that, that music good. Yeah. sucks Music's me in awesome. every time. Oh, man. Good choice. Mm, 100%. Um, for me, it's going to be Duel of the Fates, uh, episode one. When uh, Qui Gon and uh, Obi Wan take on Darth Maul, talk about like let's make lightsaber battles our plaything now forever. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Imperial March for me. Back to basics. Good. Yep. Good job. Classic. Good. Yeah. Totally um, classic. Favorite trilogy. The original trilogy. Wow, I did not expect that from you. The OT. I agree. Original, original trilogy. I thought Adam was just going to say Revenge of the Sith three times. Yeah. No, 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 no. We don't need three movies to represent hey. the one movie that's the best. I I know I'm young, but 
I know the correct answer to this question. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Yeah. Good call. Uh, uh, agree. Uh, who did you pretend to be growing up? Anakin Skywalker. Adam Walker, Anakin Skywalker, wow. all day, all day. You just have Star Wars all over the place with your name, with <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Can I say? Uh, for for me, it was Han Solo. I was Han Solo 100% of the time. Yeah, for me, it was probably Yoda. He's a little bit taller than me, but other than that. Um, <laughs> Not much, though. Not much taller than you. <laughs> Uh, that's good. Uh, favorite heroine, Ahsoka Tano. Oh, nice. nice. Going a little outside the box. Yeah. Going to some shows for you. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it was uh, Jyn Erso. I feel like she was a great heroine. Oh, oh great choice. So good. Well, you know that Carrie Fisher is a person who exists on this planet, guys. Right? Just making sure. Not anymore. Whoa. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, don't hate me. I love her. Ice cold. Ice cold. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Favorite. <laughs> that is ice cold. So good, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, favorite hero? Luke Skywalker. All day, every day. Good. Green lightsaber. Love mm-hmm. it. Yep. Han, so- Han Solo for me. Han Solo's my go-to. Yeah, I think Han for me as well. Um, but I don't think there's a wrong answer between the two there. Um, yeah, good answers. Good stuff, guys. Besides... Wayne just uh, making fun of dead people. Yeah, what the um, hell, man? <laughs> Open game. <laughs> uh, all right, so that about wraps us up. But before we go, we talked about what we love and gushed over Star Wars for mm. a while. We got to talk about the worst. We got to talk about the bad. Yeah. We got to talk about our bottom of the barrel worst Star Wars movies. We got 11 to pick from. There's probably something we haven't talked about here. Adam, lead us off. I got one that we haven't talked about too much in depth, but my least favorite is The Rise of Skywalker. Ah, least favorite. We, we talked a little bit about kind of the, the disconnect in the, the sequel trilogy, but I will say there's a lot of things that I absolutely adore about this movie. The, the scene between... Um, Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, and Han, where he's looking back on the memory that he has from The Force Awakens. It's that is just waterworks every single time. Um, there's yeah. a lot of the the opening scene with him on Mustafar of all places, wrecking shop, killing whoever those people are, <laughs> him rebuilding his mask. The metaphors there, and C3PO killing it with the the comedy show and everything. Um, and I will say, I get that the story kind of is, you know. Your last name, your family isn't everything. It's who you are as a person and who you mm-hmm. choose to be. I get is kind of the the story. But but, <laughs> but yes. there's but. a huge but. Oh God, yes. Palpatine. I, and Ray's Ray's lineage just yeah. it doesn't it doesn't yeah. do it for me. I but this 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 goes into my point about The Last Jedi with, you know, subverting expectations and stuff. It's like 
I I think the story of Ray being nobody that the Force called out to is so much more compelling than her just being related to somebody. I there totally all this agree with speculation that. about her being a Kenobi, yes. about her being a Palpatine, about her Dang being yeah. a Skywalker, and it's like I think I think the the story of the Force is like when there's good and then there's bad to meet it, light to rise and balance the darkness. So when Ben was rising in the darkness. The force called out to Ray, and I think that story of her being nobody and kind of just kind of an embodiment of the force in some ways is really, really compelling and compelling. a little bit more inspiring, in my opinion, that you know, it doesn't matter who you are, you can achieve greatness just based off of, you know, anything you set your mind to. It doesn't matter where you come from. It's like, I don't know, the 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 force called out to her. And again, I kind of something else that kind of stuck out stuck out to me was the little bit heavy on the end game stuff at the end where it's like i am inevitable and it was like i am all the jedi and i am all the sith and stuff it's like it was right after that movie came out so that kind of left like a little bit of a um a little bit of a blemish on it for me but i think the the crux of why i didn't like it was the laziness of throwing palpatine back in and kind of ray's lineage being you know kind of just tossed aside as yeah she's a palpatine but yeah i, I try to understand both sides as best i can but it just i was didn't land with yeah me. that's all i was torn on that one because in one hand i i completely agree with what you're saying like her being no one is unique and different yeah but also like kind of just like hey it's star wars it's like hey she's gotta have some lineage yeah. she's gotta yeah, be yeah, yeah. Got, she's gotta be somebody yeah so i'm torn on it i just wish again going back to the different directors who clearly had different views on her character yeah. they deny that they say that like they had this plan all along that she was going to be palpatine there's no uh, way. ryan johnson yeah. wanted her to be no one abrams wanted her to have this lineage of someone else in the film and I go back to yep. different views on the franchise and a different trilogy with that twist. Yeah. Because I maybe even disagree with you that I would have liked her to have some lineage, but I would have been fine if the, after episode two, they should have stuck with that because yeah. that's what they wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. it's just like, nope, she's nobody. Nope, made you look. Actually, she is. Like, yeah. I think if they just went back to basics yeah. with Star Wars being like, that's her lineage, I think it would have been more consistent and, and more thorough throughout the movie. This is surprising for me to hear you say that it's your worst. I was, uh, you're all over the place with these. This, I know the most recent trilogy, it's which awesome, is interesting. Though. Yeah, yeah, no, it's awesome. I, I think Star Wars brings that out in people. With yeah. like totally, people feel differently about these different movies. Like some people are probably going to hear us gush about Rogue One and be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, or, what the fuck's you wrong know, with you? Certainly, people are going to like think about you guys and and Solo and be like, yeah. "That's crazy." And yeah. certainly, people are going to be like empire and everything else and Uh, you know it's and that's what's that's what's very interesting about this but um rise skywalker yep i I, I think that's the one i've seen the most i I think we were talking about the other night i think i've only seen it twice i Mm. think the force awakens is the one i've seen the most yeah if i had if i have to guess uh, that might be that might be the one i've seen the most but yeah i don't know it just yeah it, it it was it just was something something i wasn't expecting and like felt it, it, it's tough, like you had mentioned, kind of yeah. with the director changes and everything. But it, yeah. like with that being said, too, there's so many things I love in that movie. So it's many just good like, yeah. it's like I said earlier, it's like picking between your favorite kids. There's amazing, amazing scenes in that movie. Yeah. But there's like the the kind of bow of putting, you know, all these nine movies 
to a close was just like it. I don't know. It felt a little, little off put. I was a little off put by it, but yeah. still, still a great movie. It's a Star Wars movie. Come on. How do we feel about the? How do we feel about the kiss at the end? I love it. Oh my god, I love it. I love Raylo. <laughs> oh my god, I hate it. Oh god, I hate it. I so love much. it so much. Bring it on. Oh god, I hate it. Oh. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Ben Solo, the lightsaber switch, the kiss. Oh, oh, yeah. The kiss made me man. so uncomfortable. Well, oh, so dude, maybe not, maybe I'm just jealous that like... that Daisy Ridley got to do that. But you know, whatever. <laughs> I was we about will. to say <laughs> we're not gonna stop people from loving each other that are brother and sister, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess yeah I, like their, their relation is weird to me I don't know how they're related now because she says she is the I'm I'm Ray Ray Skywalker their brother and sister in force I don't think I don't think that's the case <laughs> uh, but the fact alright so maybe that's not the case but the fact that we're even having the conversation makes it a little, bit, a little bit I do love uh, hearing somebody actually talking about like because you are like, I can tell you're like upset about that. You're like, yeah, I really didn't like how they ended it. But also you have a lot of passion for that movie. Like yeah. You have some passion for it, how they wrapped up that storyline. I do yeah. feel like if we were talking purely movies, the going from um, that movie to the f- finale was jarring at times. Like I went from Force Awakens going, oh yeah, this is awesome. I can't wait. Like, let's fucking do it to Last Jedi going, what the fuck is happening right now? It's either a good what the fuck or a bad what the fuck. Exactly. (laughs) I think everyone, like, I think most people are kind of lukewarm on the third. I don't know anyone who's like, Rise of Skywalker is awesome. Even people who like it or don't like it are like, yeah, it had some good, it had some bad. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But I think, like I said, The Last Jedi is much more polarizing, controversial yeah, than I think totally. Rise of Skywalker is. But yeah, I, I, I think just The Force Awakens just got the most things right out of this trilogy. I think it was just, yeah. Yeah, it I pleased so everybody. And, and I think it was safe. It was more safe than. Certainly, Last oh, Jedi and even Rise of Skywalker, and yeah, I get yeah. that, but you know, it was uh, it was what it That's was. That's kind of why it was ridiculed at the beginning, and now it's kind of accepted because yeah. yeah. it was yeah. it was safe and familiar. But people have grown to understand some mm-hmm. of the differences between four yeah. and seven now, where they're like, "Hey, you know, it's honors yeah. it, but it's fresh and it's new." But true, yeah, exactly. True. Imagine if now we didn't have that comparison you know if last jedi had been this like if jj abrams had actually directed it and had this like crazy story arc from um you know all three of the trilogies and you were like holy shit you know but now we have this like extreme contrast where i totally agree like the last jedi we were like to me watching last jedi it was like this is just wrapping up shit. Like that's all it is. It's just it's it's just wrapping up A, B, and C. Um. Yeah. Totally agree. All right. Well, move on, Wayne. Your bottom of the barrel. Your worst. Bottom of the barrel is me 
for me is going to be Last Jedi. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> I but I want to hear you. I want to hear from we you. Have, like, we have the rare. I think this has only happened once in our history. I love it. Where Bring someone it has a... I think this is Road to Perdition only, where I had it as one and yeah. he had it as bottom of the barrel. So I think it's the only other time this has happened. So. I did. Let's hear it. And it is because it is such a far contrast. I feel like one like okay so a new hope through return of the jedi had a great story arc um as much as i didn't like clone wars one through three had a great story arc where um seven through nine threw me was number two it threw me off so bad i have never left the star wars movie saying I'm utterly just disappointed and confused. Um, There was a lot of things that I did like about this movie. I was happy they continued the Kylo Ren story arc, which they began um, in seven. I I, I did enjoy that. Um, I feel like his last kind of like maybe 15 minutes of the movie was a little bit contrived, a little bit like, I don't really know where your character is coming from anymore. Um, but I do feel like they did a great job arcing that story. Um, absolutely hated, hated the story between Finn and the love interest. Hated that story. Um, I feel like that was just like, I don't know. We're trying to pull at straws here. Um, but, Loved seeing Luke Skywalker again. Loved seeing Luke Skywalker again. Loved seeing yeah. some of the the old characters in this movie. I mean, there's there's parts of this movie where I look back and I'm in the movie theater and I'm like, oh god, I love seeing Luke Skywalker again. Mark Hamill, just amazing. Yeah, that's that's one thing that probably we didn't touch on enough is that even though I hated his storyline. Mark Hamill's performance is fucking oh, yeah. awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Mark Phenomenal. Hamill fucking crushes this essentially different version of mm. Luke, right? Yeah. Um, particularly in the beginning of the movie. He's this completely different version of Luke that you don't know and recognize. And and his performance is phenomenal, whether you agree with his storyline or don't. And I don't. And I don't like the way that they took him. Uh, you know, and maybe that's just me being selfish and wanting more of him. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he, like I said, he wasn't in the first movie and and all that. Um, but undeniable, Mark Hamill is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. In yeah, this movie. absolutely. And I don't discredit any of the actors in Last Jedi. I feel like they yeah. had a great performance. They did a great job. I don't discredit any of them. I feel like just the story arc somehow in that sense it just like evolved in a different way that I didn't want it really to go, you know, like it was, it was just this dip in the storyline that I didn't want it to go. Um, other than that, I did enjoy it. I did. I enjoy watching it. It was, you know, but there's some just like incredibly emotional scenes in there too. Like towards the end where, where you can feel, Mark Hamill kind of saying goodbye to Carrie to Carrie Fisher in the way when yes. he kisses her on the forehead yeah, too. No one's ever good. really gone. He gives her the dice and everything too. It's like 
at the at the end of the day, I hear you with those emotional scenes. It's yeah, just, absolutely. Oh, it's, oh. Absolutely, it was good. Mark Hamill I mean, brought his A game. <laughs> it, he did, and yeah, I mean, in the end, I was a little bit confused, disappointed when I walked out of the movie th- uh, theater. But when looking back, I can say there are a lot of scenes that I did enjoy out of that movie. Yeah, yeah, and I will say, like when when I said this was my favorite, like. It's not the best, and because of the reasons you've said yeah, too, like I right. acknowledge everything that's not so great about it, like still doesn't land with me. It's just like the peaks yeah. and valleys, but the peaks are so high up for me mm-hmm. that yeah. that's why it like kind of like skyrockets on my list. It's, it's almost a microcosm for Star Wars fanship. It's like yeah. you love it or you hate it, and that's yeah. really what this movie is, and and it makes a lot of sense and. Listen, I don't fault anyone for loving, and there's certainly a lot of lovers out there. It's just not, you know, and maybe it's just there's probably part of an age thing. Probably Wayne and I are more looking for the classic Star Wars movie, but you have to respect the leap that Ryan Johnson took yeah. in the fact that this movie is by far the most different of any Star Wars movie. Very different. Even the spinoffs, I would say that yeah. this is the most unique one. Oh, totally. Um, and and there's something to. Be, said about that but for me i'm i'm more on the side of wayne it missed for me but um not as much as my bottom of the barrel missed oh oh thank I god bit, <laughs> i bit my tongue a lot earlier <laughs> i oh clearly my. debated between episode one and episode two <gasps> the phantom menace is the biggest piece of shit i've ever seen <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad god damn it! <laughs> so bad I hate um, you. Stuck up, half wit, scruffy looking. <laughs> My God, guys! Like, what? Did we watch the same. This movie's so fucking terrible. <laughs> no, it's not. It is, I hate you. At least, and this is the reason why I didn't pick Attack of the Clones, which I think is almost equally as bad. At least it's just got some like I would have. Like I, I would have. Like totally I said, been okay with you. No, Attack of the Crew. Clones. The Phantom Menace Wayne. has. You're crushing. The him. Phantom Menace has. Maybe the worst acting performance I've ever seen in my entire life. Little Annie is the worst actor I've ever seen in my entire life. Hey, he's awful. Go easy on Get this kid. kid. <laughs> Get, I don't can. care. He, he's on the screen. He's awful. He is so bad. <laughs> the fucking underwater shit. Jar Jar Binks is so fucking unwatchable. It's like everyone's like saving grace is the goddamn pod racing scene. I oh, am about so good. to so do good. not mention Liam Neeson the, in this. The Don't mention classic. Liam Neeson. Don't mention my Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson is good. Okay. Liam Neeson is underwritten. Okay. He should have a more prominent role in this movie. He By should far. have the more. They should play more into the Qui-Gon Jinn. Absolutely. Will be one relationship. Absolutely. That's a miss. Yep. The development on Darth Maul is a miss. He's like I said earlier, he's a good character. They don't explore him enough. I'm glad they brought him back because they probably realized that. They just totally flubbed the good that they had in this movie. They didn't take advantage of. Yeah. And that's why I think that this is the worst because there was potential and they they didn't take advantage of it. Attack of the Clones at least knew what it was. It kind of was just like, hey, this war movie, this half of it's going to take place in this big Coliseum thing. We're going to bring in Django Fett and we're going to, you know, have these big battle scenes with Dooku and, and, and Christopher Lee. And it's just like... Uh, this movie just couldn't ever get its footing for me. And there was potential and it just wasn't there. And it just earned, like, I really, really don't like it. And I want to mm. say most of these movies have a lot of good. This movie 
really doesn't. Even I think Ewan McGregor doesn't have his footing yet as Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay, I think he gets yeah, it. That's I fair. See that. uh, yeah, I, fair. I don't think he. I think Liam Neeson is good, but he's underwritten. I think mm. Maul is not developed enough and not in the movie enough. And I think young Anakin is a horrible actor. The Natalie Portman Padme quote unquote twist is boring and not interesting. Like, you know, she's got her handmaiden with her. It's just yeah. Her uh, handmaiden, dude. Whatever they call her, uh, whatever. It's it, this is just. It so was Kira Knightley, by the way. Kira Knightley's the fake Natalie Portman. Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, it's this just is something I can't watch. I try. I got halfway through a rewatch of it this morning, and I'm, I'm almost one, at the point we're talking where, about right. Episode one. I can't believe Oof. that, dude. I, that's that's always it. that's always been a strong number two of the prequels for I me. I know it's been yeah. so like episode one of all the prequels has been like top. Yeah, I I actually do think most people think Attack of the Clones is the worst, but um, yeah. I, I think most people go three two one or sorry three one two. Yeah. Um, I go the exact. I I think two and one are both bad. I think two has a lot. I think two knows what it is more than one does. Okay. And that's why I will go with it over that. It, like I, I said before, it kind of gives up on the character development, but it's more entertaining at times as like yeah. an action movie and the battle scenes and, you know, all the clone stuff and Christopher Lee. It, I think it's just more entertaining at times where you can be a silly, dumb action movie. Listen, I'm fucking love. Oh, yeah. The Fast and the Furious movies. You know what I mean? Know what you are and be that genre. And this movie misses that for me. And so many. And like I said, the biggest thing for me is that you had potential. Mm. You had seeing Obi-Wan, who's this wise mentor, seeing how he grew up and how he was mentored. They could have just delved into that so much more and grew that relationship. And they just missed on that. They missed on the villain who had, again, had potential. And it's for me why it's my worst I've always, I've always been curious why Qui-Gon and Darth Maul kind of had to had to die at the the first movie. Like I feel like it would have been way more compelling and and possibly more tragic if that was the constant struggle where Qui-Gon was kind of involved in the training and bringing up of Anakin and then there was some downfall with maybe Darth Maul and the Emperor right. kind of deal. But yeah. I I agree with you totally 100%. I mean, Qui-Gon honestly is one of my favorite characters in episode 1. It's not even um Obi-Wan. Yeah. It's Qui-Gon. Like yeah. Qui-Gon is just like where yeah. the fuck did you come from? Like do you know where how much money? Do you know how much money uh him being in that role costed uh the production team? How much? It's like millions of dollars or so or 100,000 of dollars cuz they had to <laughs> Uh, they had to extend every doorway because he was too tall. <laughs> so they had to cut out like a little more of it so he could fit under like the ship and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like six three or something. But I can understand to, that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne's Wayne's like yeah, fucking six three, you yeah. pussy. Thank God. Every door. Thank God they yeah. like accepted yeah. that from Liam Neeson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, that's it. That we've wrapped it up finally. This is gonna be mm-hmm. our longest episode to date, I think. 100%. Rightfully so. Yep. Rightfully so. Adam, thank you so much, man. It was awesome. Guys, this was a total blast. Thanks for the, thanks for inviting me. Happy to be. Uh, well, yeah. more than happy. Honored to be the first the first guest, and uh, always down to talk Star Wars. Appreciate you guys having me. 
Absolutely. Yeah, you gotta you gotta come back on something else. I don't know what you love as much as Star Marvel. Wars. Probably. Bring, bring, I'm doing. I'm down for Marvel. <laughs> oh, okay, we can bring. That's back. a. That's, I think, our most commonly requested, like, hey, I yeah. want to be on the Marvel episode. Yep. That is going to be, so, like, how you talked about Star Wars, I'm going to talk about Marvel, like, for days. Yes. Um, Bring it on. And uh, that's going to be a fun one. But Oh, yeah. And I can't wait for the Latin American cinema documentary movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk um, 1960s Latin America cinema documentaries. <laughs> People sometimes say Wayne and I agree too much, and it's just like, yeah, I'm <laughs> wanting to talk about comic books, and he wants to talk about Latin American documentaries. So. <laughs> uh, that's great. Well, again, Adam, we appreciate it. Uh, next week, Wayne, you and I are talking our girl, oh. Sandy B. Sandy B. Next week, Whew. we're doing Sandy Bullock movies, yeah, our Sandy first Bullock. actress episode. Yeah. We decided we pick one of our favorites. We're going to do Sandy Bullock episode. Yep. Uh, a lot of different movies to change to choose mm-hmm. from. Action, rom-coms. Oh, so many, dude. So she many. covers it all. And it uh, all. we'll talk about it then. Adam, we'll see you on another episode soon. We'll, we'd love to have you back, man. This was awesome. Thanks, guys. Sounds good. Cheers, Appreciate Adam. It. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers. guys.